0: is approaching 3.30, according to the Tower of the Not-So-Friendly Mercantile. The tuner is on America's number one source for women's clothing, Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Warmest greetings, tick heads, ticket chicks, and ticks attached to various canine breeds. Time to heave, hoe, and fill up. I'm veteran reporter Craig Miller, a.k.a. The Junes, reporting from the Ticket Mothership, which is in a state of disrepair since we are about to move to victory and nobody cares about this place anymore. It is the Ticket's White anymore. Elephant Christmas. And joining me on the presentation today is the sports Cretan Dick Hicks, Drong of Sturm and Drong, Dan McDowell. Ty Walker, the great beast, who will be very much in his natural porn habitat today here in exactly one hour. And Fernando producing. And we have Shoopy on the board. And we are set to go with the final three and a half hours of the Tickets White Elephant. It's been a wonderful day so far. I heard bits and pieces of the morning show, although I slept in until... Seven or so, which is late.
1: Is that what you do on the weekend? Seven.
0: Yeah, about seven. But, but can't, it's be can't sleep much later.
2: It's got to be weird for your system when we have White Elephant to sleep in on
1: a weekday. What do you? What time do you usually get up? Weekday
0: four thirty. So I got a two and a half hour bonus today. But then when I woke up, I discovered that I had nothing to do. It reminded me of the story you told once, Dan, about your cat and how your cat was always trying to get out of the house, spent its entire existence trying to get outside, just get out of the damn house. And then once it did, it froze because it didn't have a plan beyond that. It never had step two in the plan. Right. And it got out ten times in its life. but And then was easily was, caught.
1: Was, yeah, Was now just kind of looked around like, okay, now I've, I've done it. <laughs> I patiently waited by the you know, behind the couch, near the door for all those
0: days. Now I'm here. Now what? And now what? And that's what you did, huh? That's So here
1: you are at eight AM all day in front of you.
0: All excited about sleeping in and that's all I focused on was I get to sleep in. And then when I wake up, naturally, without an alarm, and I walk downstairs and I've got nothing else to do until three o'clock when the show starts. So what'd you do? You know, I just kind of surfed the internet and mm. ate a little breakfast and got in the car and drove around aimlessly there's and there's only so
1: much news you can read. You yeah. Know? And then it's, I just I hate having the show looming. I hate it. Like I feel like it's why I love Saturday. Saturday's the best day of the world, uh of the week, because there's nothing looming for tomorrow. There's right. no work, nothing to do. That's why if I take a day off it's never Monday. I always take Friday off mm-hmm. because then I wake up thinking it's Sunday but then it's Saturday again. Like Saturday is the greatest cuz there's nothing looming but if but if you work this shift I mean you can't wake up at 2, you know what I mean? <laughs> no matter how hard I tried today I, I can't sleep, sleep that long. I sleep till noon every day so I never have that Do problem. you really? Nah,
2: not noon. Maybe You're up 11. You're pretty late. I'm uh playing we're playing phone, words with friends at, phone games at with three, 3 in you, the morning so yeah. I'm a night owl. So yeah, I guess uh 10 eleven so I, I don't have a lot of time to kill between then and getting up here
0: see back in the old days at my old job I had a three to eleven shift and so I'd get home after a game or something be wound up and I wouldn't go to bed until four five and I'd sleep till one or two yeah but
1: you don't miss those days you seem no have, I don't I think of all the morning show guys you seem to have adapted the best.
0: I don't mind getting up early. I really don't. I mean, I would rather not, but as soon as the alarm goes off, I'm wide awake. I don't need a shower or coffee or anything like that. I. You don't shower in the morning. No, I do that at night. Hmm. Really? So that I can I sleep as to, late as possible. It's very
1: female of you. I have to take a shower. No. I feel like you you gain gunk when you sleep, like natural in your bed? stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Not if your the bed is clean. Gunk fairy. If <laughs> you're sleeping in a dumpster, maybe. But.
1: Plus, I do it a lot. <laughs> What's yeah. lots of sex at night?
0: So yeah, I couldn't wait for the show to start today because on. I just I was bored to tears.
1: Well, now here we are. <laughs> <laughs> now you're here, now
2: you're We got now. out of the house. <laughs> now here we and are. Congratulations. Looking around.
0: All right, we actually have a lot planned for you today. We've got uh, big June Jones news that we're going to discuss in the 355 segment. We have Jerry Sandusky led from his house in handcuffs, which we're going to talk about at 4.15. Oh,
1: I th- so June Jones wasn't led from his
0: house? No, no, that was Jerry Sandusky. Oh, yeah.
1: And Sandusky wasn't hired to coach somewhere?
0: No, that was what June that Jones. would that be a story? <laughs> that would be an incredible <laughs> twist do of fate. Do you
1: feel like, if just for PR, you want to be in the news? You know, any pub is a good pub. If your college was to hire Jerry Sandusky right now as the head coach, do you feel that would be good?
0: Well, since he's in the clink, he couldn't really... He could Skype. Didn't uh, Paterno do
1: it from the box? I mean, this day of uh, cameras and... and He could use his one phone call to call plays. I just feel like he could be on FaceTime on on his, his Mac or whatever. There's options.
0: Ty is uh, going to introduce us to a porn star at 435, Rachel...
1: Rachel Starr. Star. You know, I thought you were trying girl. to stop this image you're creating for yourself, no?
2: No. I had somebody accuse me on Twitter that I have become the Richard Hunter that I mock so much. And I said, <laughs> that's why I'm inexplicably right-leaning. So. 430, Rachel Starr. In studio? Yes. Okay. Have she- you met her before? I've never met her. I know the Saroy boys had her on one weekend, and that's how I got hooked up with her. And now in studio... Adult
0: film star. So let me ask mm. you this, since you're our resident porn guy. I look at Dan, too. Dan, I, but don't look at me. Well, Dan's married, so I can't ask him oh, okay. this. You're single, mm-hmm. I, I assume. Yes, I am. If Rachel Starr wanted to hook up with you, would that be a dream come true? Like, to do a porn star, would that be your, your ultimate, your Mount Everest?
2: I don't know. I think... Um I don't think she'll want to do that, but if she were like, "Hey, you want to go hang out somewhere?" I couldn't. I can't tell you here. But right would here you take a run in.
1: if she said, "Let's go"?
2: You never know. You never or, know. But <laughs> or do
1: you feel that should <laughs> I say
2: you want a yes or no? Okay, yes. I'll say yes. I would. I would take a run at it.
0: Now, do you fear that that's you... not a
1: turn off that many others have?
0: Nah. Do you, Do you fear that? Since she is so experienced that she would be judging you and that that, that you would fail to perform?
2: That's the problem, is yes, is that if you are in the midst of it and all of a sudden you realize that she is a veteran and there are guys that... (laughs) She's she's ranking you, yeah. She would
0: would de-pants you and then she would immediately compare you to the freaks of nature that she works with.
2: So yeah, now we we bring that up. You know what? I might have to reevaluate the so Take a run at it because I don't know if I want to be embarrassed like All right. that.
0: Long dong silver.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Just have her do the work. You impress me. You're the pro. I'm an amateur. I like that. I like that stance as We're well. We're giving tie advice as if this might really happen. <laughs> yeah, no, what, you know when yeah, you're what, with her. Yeah. I, I don't know why you're
2: giving me tips because there's no way in hell it's going to happen.
1: Does it bother? Well, does it bother? Bo- does it not bother you that she's been with uh, so many different guys? Could you marry her ever?
2: I don't know about marry,
1: because
2: my my Christian parents they would explode.
1: <laughs> Are they going to be there? Probably. Like every, they'll just be at the not, wedding, but after that, I yeah. Mean, but I'm much... pretty
2: close with my parents, so bringing Rachel or whoever over every day, and I mean, it's weird enough that my they even know I do porn star birthdays. Mm-hmm. My dad, my dad thinks it's funny, which is funny because he's so Christian. But I can't imagine bringing a, a lady, a adult film star, home and say, hey, guess who your
1: sister, or who my, your, uh, your, uh. What if you, she was like, my spouse is? Samantha, i bewitched and promised not to use her abilities anymore. She would quit porn for you. She. Here's today's she, scenario. She walks in the studio and becomes so enamored with you and your wit. So would. That that's it's says, a long shot,
0: but it's fiction. Sh- yeah, it's I'm a quitting long the shot. The industry.
1: So I can be with you. Now, is she going to completely hide this past from my parents? Well, I mean, it's, as long as your parents don't go online, everything's cool. Well, they she's not going to walk out and say, hey, guess what I used to do. She'll never say that. But if they, they might catch wind of it somewhere. She
0: quit the industry for you. And what about what if the
1: Maybe. only time she loves you.
0: the only time they would ever know about her background was at the rehearsal dinner, when you do the video of pictures from your past, oh, no. and there are about twenty or twenty-five <laughs> of her more tasteful pictures that are displayed for everybody,
2: from smothered and covered four or something. <laughs> that make might make for an awkward uh, yeah. So you got a little tie,
1: tie at his fourth birthday. Uh, <laughs> Right. Blown out the candles, right. tie graduating, and
2: you have a, nice music in the mm-hmm. background. And then here come the pictures of Rachel or whoever. Yeah, that would be uncomfortable.
0: I right, know. Is there any chance that she doesn't show today, or is she locked in?
2: She seems very excited. Okay. We have we have been Good. corresponding Good. via Twitter, via text, and she is very fired up. It seems like, but you never know.
0: All right, that's at four thirty-five, mm-hmm. and we've got lots of other stuff for you. I'm going to be delivering E! News at 5.35. Rich will have Community Quick Hits at 6.15. And right now at 3.40 on the ticket, we get Inside the Medulla of Dan McDowell. What's up? Dance,
3: and today what's on dance mind? Everybody wants to know just what is on dance mind. Let's all gather around the fire and open up a bottle of wine. Cause everybody wants to know just what is on dance. 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 What's on? dance. Find
4: Yes, Autoplex and Metro PCS. Thank you, soulmate. No problem.
1: Thank you, cycle sister. No problem. Um, gross. All right, I think today I would just like to have an open discussion, and I think Ty, you see, I had two two topics. Ideas. One was going to be Igor Olshansky's pot arrest, apparently in Miami. He was uh, rolling up some dubage in his house when a uh, nearby disturbance had the police in his neighborhood. And then somehow they, somehow they just saw him rolling up a uh, marijuana cigarette at his own kitchen table. And the uh, police kind of knocked on the door and, and arrested him. And that was one
0: topic. My other topic... I don't know how that that topic can be beaten, by the way.
1: The Igor (laughs) Shansky topic?
0: (laughs) Why are you laughing? No, I just want to hear the other topic, because I just don't think that can be topped. Really?
1: Uh, (laughs) The other topic is, is kind of a more broad topic that I wanted to use with everybody in here because everybody in here seems to have a little bit of a different take on this is social media. Maybe focusing on Twitter but I'll also entertain Facebook talk because we're all on social media and there's something that within us we almost think well we need to be because if we don't, others might be ahead of us in this game. You know, this uh, ratings game we're all worried about all the time. hmm And I just don't know how... the social media thing, it's like one big... Everybody deals with it different. I think you tend to do yours... I'm pointing at Craig... Yours tends to be show-related. Or things that will never fit on your show, but you want the Craig Miller fan base to know that you're on top of. Do you follow that? Like I might yeah, get, I,
0: don't, I don't know that I, I completely some, agree with that. I think I try to offer a potpourri of thoughts and tweets. All different areas of the world... I really don't know what I'm saying. But but it, it's something... I, you, I don't think it's always I do get accused that it's always a show promo. But we it, do a lot
1: of show promo. But if you
0: look at my last... Okay. Now, see, I don't see it that way. You do cycling stuff. You do and that's uniform stuff. And that's
1: where I'm going with the uniform stuff, perhaps. Might be something, oh, I'm, I couldn't fit this on the show, but I'm known for this, or I, this is funny, and uh, I, I don't feel like... I don't feel ever desperation out of a junior tweet, whereas I I read a lot of tweets that are desperate for look at me, yeah or <laughs> the I, I don't it's like everybody is now on a reality show, yeah and uh, everybody assumes that oh if you've signed up for me you need to know that I'm uh, I just got back from working out, I and I, I, some people are just. Just tweet to and Bob does this. Bob and Sean will be doing this a lot of the,
0: wow, one word. So, that you don't know what they're uh, if talking I about.
1: Was watching what you were watching and it says seven hours ago on this. So I got to figure out. Okay, what were you <laughs> yeah. watching a soccer game or like? It works, I guess, if I'm wor- watching it at the same time yeah. as you. But otherwise, it's now just more on this thing I've got to sift through because I kind of use it as a. Uh, a tool of uh content, you know what I mean? Like, I, I learned some Major League Baseball news or stars news right. or things like that. But then also in there, I also realized that a guy like Ty subscribes to something, a service which will tell him the the second that I <laughs> unfollow him. Yeah. So I unfollowed him one day because I thought, you know what, Ty's just thrown out. Yeah, he, and he stuff, and they immediately told me, and I texted him like. Why'd you unfollow he me? He texted me right away, so now I feel like this pressure on Ty or guys around here I like, like Phil Brown or, or Kevin or uh, Krennic. I feel like, wow, well, if I don't follow them, then it might indicate I'm not a fan of theirs, where that's not true. But, so I, like, socially, I want to know, okay. How I, many
0: people do you follow?
1: Probably 20 or 30, I guess I could look at it right now on the phone. Okay,
0: see, I follow about 125 and I find that I'm close to the limit. I don't see how Bob follows 600 people.
1: Or... Group, groups follows everybody that
0: follows well, him. Then if yeah. you follow
1: everybody, then you really follow nobody. It means you don't read that stuff.
0: And yeah, I see my like is a great guy. I because
1: think you're, Bob, though, is always looking at it.
0: But you're getting updates constantly. Like, say Bob, okay, Bob follows 600 people. Let's say he follows Shaquille O'Neal. Well, Shaquille O'Neal posts something. That post disappears in 30 seconds because right. 50 other people have now bumped it down. How does Bob possibly see tweets from everybody that he follows? I have enough trouble keeping up with 125 people, and I would think maybe 150 or 200 would be the absolute limit. So
1: do you just check it out at certain times, or are you always looking at your phone?
0: No, You know, I'm pretty addicted to it. I would say I probably check it during the show all the time and at home Every couple of hours, I guess. Or, you know, whenever I'm online. But can I give you my theory behind tweeting? Yeah. Because I've been accused of, oh, you just use your Twitter feed for show promos. I just went back and looked at my recent posts. I haven't promoted anything on our show since November 28th. So I don't often use it as a show promo vehicle. I like to because I think it's it's a good way to promote what we've got coming up. So I'm not against that. But in general, I don't like to beat people down with too many tweets. Because, I don't think you do. Yeah, and I I like to maybe I'm talking to him. Ty. I like no, to maybe tweet once or twice a day.
2: No, you're good about it. You you wait until something really hits you, and then you tweet. I'm bad about it. I tweet all the time.
0: You do tweet a lot. Now, do you find that that's a necessary extension of your personality, or are you obsessive compulsive about it? I think it I'm
2: a little obsessive compulsive about it. I just I don't know if I just feel like it's just an extension of. I don't feel like I. I get to say what I want to on the air, so I feel like I'm going to say it once I'm at home eating a Subway sandwich. It's this, it's time to break out the joke series or something. Shut up, Ty! See, there you go. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, I'm probably a little obsessive-compulsive about it. Let's talk to one of the kings of Twitter about this topic. Okay. Yeah? And his theory. Yes,
4: thank you. <laughs> he knew.
1: I, I, I usually enjoy Gerbs' retweets. And obviously,
4: you use it as a vehicle to prove that you're a big Ranger fan, right? Yeah, that's generally what I use it for, and then otherwise, just comedy. And I do tend to retweet a lot. Like I'll go back and look, and I don't realize how much I retweet sometimes. I like that you had a read series that you yeah you, that you retweet, but that's some medieval some ale at medieval times. I just, oh, you had a mead like what five years ago?
1: This didn't exist, or nobody was on it, right? Right. So, what does this turn into in five years? Turn I mean, into MySpace. Like,
4: yeah, Twitter becomes MySpace. Just
1: something like As you look at the changing mediums that we're at the forefront of, you look back at, you know, when radio was all there was and then they switched over to television. Well, it turned out that most of the stars of radio of the day became the next stars of television, right? Like Jack Benny had a big radio show. Well, now he's got a TV show. Is the same thing happening then with Twitter? Like, everybody can be on it, though. Not like everybody could have a TV show. Yeah, Twitter's but are, pretty is unique. Is it the same thing, though, where the main entertainers of the other mediums, which is newspapers and radio mm-hmm. and TV, are becoming the main leaders of Twitter as
0: well? In some cases, I think the the biggest Twitter accounts are entertainers, musicians. Yep. If you look at the top 25, 15 of them are, are Shakira and Brittany and... Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. And it's their
1: reality show now.
0: But don't you... Now we're always tuned in to what they're doing. Don't you guys find yourself following as many different baseball, basketball, football, hockey reporters as yes. you can? Just so you?
1: Yes, reporters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I but they, think
1: Newberg's great.
0: They're, but they're like moving Newberg, from newspaper to Twitter now yes or or their website to twitter because twitter's more immediate than their website i like to follow those though that have legitimate
3: websites they write for because then i don't have to sift through everything on their website to find that yeah. story it's, i care about mm-hmm.
1: it's weird though it, with everything becoming more fragmented like i say with groups he has the more followers really means the less he actually cares about them he doesn't right when he follows everyone he read he doesn't read you oh lord no I just checked the mentions. But with everything fragmented, is it harder <laughs> to find? I don't know. It seems great there's an MLB network and an NHL network and an NFL network and an NBA network. But then, now do I have to watch four shows every night to, to get my news? Where I used to be able to watch
0: one? Is there something that's trying to compete now with Twitter from Google? Is there? Google Plus. Google, Google Plus.
4: Plus. I don't think that's really gone off the ground, though. Like, it's been, it's been online since about July or so, and... I haven't heard a thing of anyone doing anything. Twitter's really cool and really unique,
0: and and it's got staying power, but you're right. At some point, it'll be replaced by mm-hmm. something, and I don't know if that's two years I've or already, ten years. I've
1: already noticed it's replaced email.
0: Yeah, kind of it's,
1: I don't stare at it all show like, like you do, um, but later on, I check it, and just reaction on stuff that we do mm-hmm. is ten to one now. People will just Twitter yes. a comment or mm-hmm. Twitter a link or something that has to do with what we're talking about to help us out or whatever. There'll be a ton of Twitter and then one or two emails at night about that same topic. Yeah. You know?
0: it's, it's a good topic, Dan, and I'm glad you went that route instead of Igor Elshansky getting busted for rolling a joint on his kitchen table. It's a good choice. Thanks. I like that story, too. That's what's on Dan's mind. It's 3.52 on Sports Radio 13, 10 the Ticket. Coming up next, the June Jones to Arizona State story keeps changing by the second. And it's approaching 4 o'clock here on The Ticket. Coming up at 4.15, the latest, the Jerry Sandusky case. He was taken from his house today in handcuffs. We have some more seedy details. Two new victims come forward. That's at 4.15. And at 4.35, Ty Walker introduces us to porn star Rachel Starr in studio. It's going to be very exciting. All right, we're going to talk some college football now. And our very own Rich Phillips joins us for this segment to discuss the June Jones situation. Earlier today, reports surfaced that June Jones had accepted the head coaching position at Arizona State, but just in the last 20 minutes or so, the Arizona State sports website reports that he is not their new head coach. So does that mean that he is definitely not going, or does that mean that they are still agreeing to terms? What do you think?
3: Um, I think there's a lot of public backlash out there. They don't like June? Uh, all week, all, a couple of Arizona State message boards that I've seen has had about 2% good things to say about him.
0: Why is that? Yeah, What's I the have, bad thing? I, I don't know.
3: That's what I can't figure out. The fans out there, though... Not we're not excited at all. Really? about this? No.
1: This is such and, you know, an upgrade from Erickson.
3: They have a mess of their athletic department anyway. They've got I think they've got athletic director flux there. But yeah, there's I, I saw nothing but backlash from fans. Now it's a message board with fans, so mm-hmm. take it for what it's worth. But I was shocked when I saw the reaction that people had to that.
0: Do they think that he's too much of a? I don't know, mad scientist type coach? And do they want somebody more basic?
3: They really didn't. I didn't delve that deeply into it, but I didn't read a whole lot telling me what exactly it was they were looking for. I don't think they have a problem at Washington State with Mike Leach, and he's a mad scientist, isn't he? I think they're excited there that they got Mike Leach. Do
0: do they not like his name, June? (laughs) I think we we can all get over that, can't we? And and if they hired him and he won, they would love him, right? That's what I would think. And I, I would think he's got a pretty good track record. I think so. I, I would think he could win I mean, there. I, he, I don't he know. Came,
3: he came to one of the all-time reclamation projects, SMU, mm-hmm. and got them in two years to a bowl game.
0: You know,
5: that website that's reporting that, asudevils.com, is pretty definitive. They say he will not be the next mm-hmm. ASU coach.
3: So oh, now this makes it a sticky situation over on the hilltop, doesn't it? And this is two years in a row, first off, that he has talked with other other schools. Last year it was Maryland, and it was reported to be another school that that was not confirmed which school it was, and now, I mean, it went so far as throughout most of the day today, it has said that there have been many, numerous websites that have reported legitimate ones saying that he's the guy at Arizona State.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, now what? I mean, he's got to come back, right? Is he? It's his job, and and I don't know of any other schools that have been talking to him yet. Does
0: he have uh, many many years left yeah, on his yeah. deal? Yeah,
3: he's he initially signed a five year deal, and it's been extended. Either two or three more years beyond that, and he's in year four. So yeah, he's he still got several years to go. And is
2: he going to have happy there? I mean, because of the, the lack of attendance, and he's and he's
3: really put this thing kind of back on the map, and nobody's jumping on board. I tell you, he I know he was very displeased with attendance, especially when you looked at the last game of the season. There there was. 12,000 people out there for now. It's Thanksgiving weekend. None of the students are there, but you know what? There's only about 7,000 students anyway, Mm -hmm. and not a whole and a a few thousand of them turn out every game. That wasn't the whole difference. He's not been, I know he's not been happy with the attendance. Nobody's happy with the attendance over there, though. And then there's still, while they have made a lot of um, inroads into, uh, academics as far as ways that they're able to get athletes into school there academically that weren't available when he first got there, there's still a lot of battles that go on when it comes to especially something that's still a huge sticking point and has been a problem and probably will still continue to be a problem for quite some time is getting junior college transfers to come in because there's a lot of classes that a a kid takes at a junior college that – there's not something similar to it offered at SMU because they don't have that degree plan, and so they won't accept those hours. And so guys academically should be a junior, but they can't get into school at SMU. They could, they're qualified to get into most to, to many other schools, but not there because of their policy. And I know that's something that's been a clash since he got there, and it's its gotten better in some respects, uh, but not, not as good as he wants it to be,
0: I don't think. How does everybody at SMU feel about the Big East –
3: um, I think certainly it's viewed as a step forward. It's a league that at least for right now has uh, AQ status for a BCS game. In a couple of years when they redo that, that certainly is up for debate. Um, I, I think, though, m- hey, it's a step forward. And as you know, I talked to Steve Orsini about, this, about a, the athletic director about a month and a half ago. And he said the good news is that in, in the middle of October, they had leagues calling them to talk to them. In August, nobody was calling Mm them. That's why he put out, remember, when Texas A&M was going to the SEC, Orsini's the one who stepped out and said, hey, we want to join the Big 12. He's the one who put the story out there first because nobody was contacting SMU about joining their league, and that has changed throughout the course of just the last few months because of so much shakeup going on.
0: All right, I've got a problem with the new Big East. They're adding for football, (laughs) Houston, Central Florida, SMU, Boise uh-huh. and San Diego State. You got it. They have got That's to change. The side of <laughs> they have Diego, got to it? change their name. Look,
3: the Big Ten has not changed its name, and the Big Twelve have not changed. It has not changed its name. They're not ten or twelve anymore.
0: Yeah, but conferences have <laughs> changed their names in the past. It used to be the Pac Eight, and now it's the Pac Twelve. Sure, and they'll, they'll probably adjust and. They need an all-encompassing name. Yep. They need to be. They should be Conference USA. There's this. Yep, yeah, they good. kind of
3: are. There's this one league. It's it's mainly a basketball league called the Great West, mm-hmm. and it is neither great nor west because <laughs> it includes teams such as Houston Baptist and the New Jersey Institute for Technology, New Jersey. Wow in the Great West. So they, they don't always
0: line up geographically that way. So SMU is joining for all sports?
3: They, yeah, Houston, SMU, and Central Florida are going to leave Conference USA completely and go all sports there. Uh, Boise and San Diego State are going to... Boise Boise's going to have all their other sports in the WAC, I believe, and San Diego State in the Big West, I believe. And, and I have a feeling that, from those schools, is about travel dollars. Mm-hmm. Because I think of how much it costs to send... Your basketball or softball or volleyball teams all across to the east from San Diego. And it's not next season or now be 2013, right? Yeah, that's the part that really sucks is I've got to go a lame duck year yeah. in Conference USA. And uh, the conference office is here in the Metroplex. Oh, it is? Uh, it's in Irving. Yeah. That'll be fun. I know a lot of those people over there. It's going be a fun
5: year. Hey, can I ask you guys a June Jones question? Mm-hmm. Do you think most people in the college football community view him as a really good coach or a gimmick coach?
0: I think they probably look at him like they look at Mike Leach, and I think it's the answer is both. I think they see him as a gimmick coach, no doubt about it, but I also think they see him as a really good coach who can I, win.
3: I thought he was way more of a gimmick coach when he got here than I do now, and it's because you know, I've worked there for 11 years, and he's the third head coach I've worked with, but the most important thing is I've seen more change within the athletic department as a whole and the football team specifically with him there than with any other change that's gone on there. That includes a change of ADs that they had, That happened before June was hired. They have totally, you know, first off, they've they've revamped marketing. They've revamped with the way they do their recruiting. He totally has put his mark on the football team. Their coaching staff is unlike any football coaching staff you would have ever seen. You're used to going out to a football practice, and there's a bunch of dog cussing going on, right? Mm -hmm. There's none of that at their practices. There's some, a little bit, but they're all laid-back guys and more focused on, teaching and showing these guys what they're not doing right than chewing them out for what they're not doing right and it's created a totally different atmosphere within the football team but there's you know anything that he wants he gets done do you know he had new lights installed in the middle of this football season at the stadium
0: because he didn't like the the, lights, the glare of the old lights.
3: They're they're in the corners of the stadium, which I know yeah. Oklahoma used to be like this. I don't know if it still is. And he hated it because and there were two games in in uh, September that were night games in which we had multiple passes dropped that he said were because of the lights.
0: Do you remember? I went to the SMU TCU game uh-huh. at Ford last year, and that was the my chief complaint was yeah. sitting in the stands. I was blinded by the lights. So after I think that's a song. They were too low.
3: <laughs> well, and that they're right in the corners though too. So when a receiver turns to look back, he's looking right at him. Mm-hmm. So in October, I got a, a, an email from somebody that said that, hey, are there new lights in there? And I went over there that later that week, and I'll be damned if on the sidelines, on each side of the stadium, they didn't have some temporary lights installed that were used for the rest of the season. Then they won't because... have any problem keeping him <laughs> if he's done all those good things. But, I mean that's you know he's he's really transformed a lot of things over there so I thought he was much more of a gimmick coach than than I do now because it's it's hard to argue when you you go to a place that's been so downtrodden like they were and he tore it down even more his first year cuz he went won 11 also his first year but they, you know, have a winning record. They were seven and seven last year, but they have a winning record this year. They had a winning record two years, three years ago, and had been to bowl games and competing for their conference championship.
0: Well, it looks like he's staying for the time being, at least. All right, those so are the we'll latest see. reports. Congrats,
3: Rich. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how uncomfortable the uh, pregame <laughs> interview is before the BBVA Compass Bowl next month. That's the quarterfinals, right? Uh,
0: it's a couple of games right before yeah, the championship game is the quarterfinals, right? They'll just right. say right, sure. <laughs> we have other college coaching news today. Jerry Sandusky led from his home in handcuffs this morning. We'll tell you why. And, Ty, can we get you to read part of the deposition? Could you read? Sure. Be, play the role of victim nine and victim ten?
4: Absolutely. That's
0: coming up next on The Ticket. We
4: don't get return I thought, music? I thought Ty had music.
0: What a terrible production.
4: I know, right? Great failure
2: by Ty. Wow. Sorry, sorry. I was reading my lines.
0: All right, 421 here on the ticket. Sorry, groups. Porn star Rachel Starr joins us in studio, coming up here in about 15 minutes. She just had a nice surprise for Dan McDowell during his ticket ticker. I got to see a little of it too. Ty is very excited about having Rachel in studio. He is so nervous talking to her out there. So nervous. This is (laughs) going to be wonderful coming up at 435. (laughs) He's glad to be sitting down right now. Yes. All right. Let's get to the latest Jerry Sandusky news, shall we? He faces new charges now. Victims 9 and 10 have come forward, and according to grand jury documents, he abused them on multiple occasions. And so Jerry Sandusky was taken away by police today, handcuffed in his home, and taken to jail. He was unable to post a quarter-million-dollar bond this morning, so he is sitting in the clink right now. And his future is very iffy at this point, as more and more victims continue to come forward. Now, now is this for his first time to jail in this mess. Yeah, because the well, you know, the first time he may have been immediately released.
3: Yeah, because they had the shot of him in in uh, cuffs getting stuck yeah. in the car. Yeah. So he but may he was have released been there on yeah. his own recognizance or something the first time. Yeah. Whatever because the heck, what there is was, recognizance? By the way,
0: there was a judge who was a member of the Second Mile Charity. Oh. And so she mysteriously let him go, and he didn't have to post any bond. I don't believe, and uh, was released. You know.
3: On his own recognizance. Uh, yeah.
0: Defined. Well, this time he was not released on his own recognizance. <laughs> he is still in prison, and we have the latest grand jury report. That details the claims from victims nine and ten. Now it's fairly graphic. We want to warn you if you have kids in the car, you may want to uh, ride the volume knob just a little bit. Yes. And I was uncomfortable reading some of this stuff, so our very own Ty, you. Uh, yes. And our very own Ty Walker has volunteered mm-hmm. to read some of the highlights or lowlights from the latest grand jury report. <coughs> Ty.
2: All right victim nine testified that during his second summer attending second mile camps he met sandusky while participating in a pool activity at the time of this initial contact victim nine would have been eleven or twelve years old victim nine testified that sandusky was a very affectionate person victim nine testified that during his overnight visits with sandusky he always stayed in a bedroom located in the basement of the sandusky home Victim 9 testified that Sandusky specifically told him to stay in the basement other unless otherwise directed by Sandusky. Mm. Victim 9 described a pattern of sexual assaults by Sandusky over a period of years. Many of these assaults occurred in the basement bedroom of Sandusky's residence. The victim testified Sandusky forced him to perform OS on numerous occasions mm. Sandusky also attempted to engage in penetration of Victim 9 on at least 16 occasions and at times did penetrate him. Mm. Sandusky frequently told him that he loved and cared for him. He also told the victim to keep these things a secret. Victim 10 described that Sandusky would wrestle with him and eventually during one of those wrestling sessions, Sandusky pulled the boy's gym shorts down and performed OS on him. He testified that Sandusky repeated this behavior on several subsequent occasions, wrestling with him in the basement, then performing OS on him. Victim 10 described how Sandusky indecently touched him in the outdoor pool on campus. Sandusky would swim underneath Victim 10 and put Victim 10 up on his shoulders. Oh my God. While doing this, Sandusky would slide his hands up underneath Victim 10's swimming suit touching his genitals before picking him up. This happened several times. Victim 10 says that the relationship ended after an incident in Sandusky's vehicle. Sandusky was driving his car. Victim 10 was his front seat passenger. Sandusky opened his pants, exposing Mm. his greenness, and indicated that he wanted Victim 10 to perform OS on him. Victim 10 refused. And Sandusky was displeased with his refusal. Victim 10 testified that after that, He told his foster mother he did not wish to spend any more time with Sandusky.
0: And scene. All right, so that's ten victims. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for handling that delicate material, Mm Ty. That's ten victims who've come forward. So
3: nice of you to volunteer for that.
0: Mm -hmm. How many more, and by the way, of the ten victims that have come forward, they've almost all testified that there were multiple incidents. Yes. You know victim nine I believe sixteen different mm-hmm. occasions, and so we we know of ten victims and one hundred I guess occasions or incidents. how many more possibly are out there that,
3: that that's if, the first thing I was thinking is he was reading all those very uncomfortable mm-hmm. descriptions sixty hundred. Yeah, because these are the only ones we've heard, like you say, these are the only
2: ones we've heard of. There's no telling how many people that are embarrassed or nervous mm-hmm. or just are trying to repress that memory and don't want to dredge it back up.
0: And Sandusky's 59 years old, not 29, so he's right. had he's had a long time as and an he adult. He had that
3: same job there for 30 years right. or something, right? So he's had that opportunity to be in that position of power that long. That's scary.
0: It is scary. So when you see Sandusky interviewed, and he's done a couple of interviews now, and he seems convinced, or at least is trying to convince us, that there was nothing wrong with what he was doing, do you think he really believes that? Or do you think think he's so warped that he really believes that? Or do you think he knows we all know, and it's really obvious now, and he's just trying to save a little face?
2: I think he's done it for so long... That he has validated it in his mind for so many years that I actually believe he's twisted enough to believe that, yeah, you know, this, this isn't a bad
3: thing. He's he's gotten away with it for so long yeah. that that nobody even knew about it. So he he's probably deluded, deluded himself into believing nobody's going to find out about this, what really happened, mm-hmm. even though everybody is confronting him with what's really happened or what reportedly allegedly has happened.
0: So he's going to do some hard time, right? There's, he's got to. There's no, yeah, no, way no way he gets out of this with all of these people coming forward. Even though they may not have any evidence, they've got testimony from so many the, the, people, right? The
3: one question is, none of this is beyond statute of limitations, is it?
0: I don't believe so. With the Bernie Fine uh-huh. stuff, I believe it is yes. in, in, in a lot of those cases. There may be a couple of cases where it's not but in most of those cases there's one case in the state of pennsylvania maybe that was the pittsburgh road trip Mm -hmm. where bernie fine assaulted the the ball boy hate to use that term in this story but that's what he was and uh... And I read this morning that maybe the statute of limitations has not run out on that case in that state. So he could be tried just like Sandusky in Pennsylvania.
2: Are we kind of surprised? I know a lot of people, I'm I'm listening to the Hardline talk about this, and Danny and Corby both basically predicted that Sandusky, they couldn't imagine a guy living with this, now that it's coming out. I thought he'd that, kill himself. Yes, I, I'm stunned that, that he is. we have not gotten a story saying that he's killed himself. I am Maybe too. that's part of the legitimization in his brain that he doesn't think he's done anything wrong.
0: Or his lawyer is telling him, look, there's no evidence. It's just yeah. they said, you said. There are no pictures, there's no DNA or anything like that, so S- I, can get, I, can, I was going to say I can get you... I can make the case go away. That's maybe what he's telling him. He uh, believes
3: it. <laughs> I wonder, Has anything come of that Bear County story? Remember that yeah, one, one from the Alamo Aram- Bowl? Yeah, they were investigating whether charges should be filed down there for some kid that he brought along on the trip to the Alamo Bowl one year.
2: I haven't seen a follow up on that, but yeah, that's that's one of those that's out there too. Mm.
0: P1 Julia has a good point. She said, did anybody else notice that Sandusky was wearing a Penn State jacket as he was (laughs) was being led away in handcuffs today?
3: (laughs) It was noted immediately in the story that I read that he had a Penn State jacket and pants on, I think, too.
0: I bet the administration wishes he had burned that outfit. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you uh, both for handling the... The very delicate yes. material and mature man. A lot
5: more mature than Gordo
3: would
0: have. Yes, Ty, thank you for reading. Glad to uh, have Probably uh, the handled a lot
3: more maturely than the next segment will be, too, ah. by at least one member of the crew.
0: Ty, would you like to do the tease for this next segment? Coming up next on White
2: Elephant Day, we are joined in studio by adult film star, DFW's own Rachel Starr. Next on The Ticket.
0: It's 4.40 on The Ticket, coming up here in about 15 minutes, Rich and Ty and... Dan and the crew here on the Tickets White Elephant Christmas are going to discuss a sports topic.
3: Hey. Mm-hmm.
5: But
0: that right now, is. Ty Walker has orchestrated this very special in yes. studio guest. Ty, would you like to introduce our next guest?
2: Absolutely. Well, for some reason, I've been slotted as the Pope of Porn up here. I'm not sure why. Huh. I'm not sure how. I don't know why. I got slotted this because Dan is as big a fan of porn as I am, but I'm the Pope of Porn, so. Our interview today, in studio, I know the Saroy boys had her on a couple of months ago on their Cirque du Soroy show on Saturday or Sunday, whenever. Well, we got her in studio. It is DFW's own adult film star, Rachel Starr. Rachel.
7: Hello, guys. Hello. How are you? Great.
3: Somebody tells me you're Burleson Zone,
0: huh?
7: I am, How yeah. How about that?
0: Did you know Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> I did. Did you hate her?
7: No. Oh, okay. Did you
0: go to high school with her or something?
7: Yeah, I was a freshman. I think she was a junior.
1: Do you know John Hampton?
7: No. <laughs> okay.
1: Gotta check.
2: That would be funny. <laughs> now, Rachel just had a—you just had a birthday in the last couple of weeks, right? Uh, yeah. Turned twenty. Was, what the hell, Twenty-eight. Yep. Twenty-eight. Because was she on porn star birthday? Yeah, she was. It was All actually right. on a Saturday. I think your birthday that was, and sounds. I read it on Friday. Such classic films as Smothered and Covered Four <laughs> Big slippery white butts, three, and destination tonsils, two. <laughs> Good
6: there you go. Lord. Okay, the
2: first question is: Do you ever do you ever see these titles, or you hear that this is what you're, the movie you're in is going to be titled? Do you go to them and go, "Why are we Why are we calling it that? Can we go with something a little more classy or just normal?
7: I mean, is porn really classy? Well, that's I mean, a good I mean, point.
2: <laughs> As a good counterpoint. Good counterpoint. All right, well, so... Did, can you tell how nervous Ty is around I'm very around nervous. You?
6: I can. Yeah, he,
2: has, nervous. he has
3: a script in front of himself. Well, look, I
2: mean, look, I did research, look and look at, at the research on the front. <laughs> it's got a picture of her completely nud. It's, I mean, this is not normal
0: research here. When he met you out there mm-hmm. yeah, a couple you, of breaks ago, he was very nervous, he was very nervous mm-hmm. wasn't he?
7: I, I could tell it a little bit, but he, he was really good at hiding it. Oh, was he? He was, but I could tell. I am. Just a little bit.
2: Very good at hiding it with the ladies. Um, hmm. Take that It's way. there
1: somewhere, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously,
2: you can find it. All right. In doing my extensive research on you, Rachel. I'm uh, just nervous. I see. <laughs> shut up, Dan. I see that you got your start in uh, adult, the adult industry in '07. You had previously worked at a life insurance company. Is that correct?
7: Whoa! Oh my God! How in the world did you find that out?
2: See, he's creepy it's too. The, it's Isn't the stalker. It's creepy. It's the internet. They Ty know stalker. all.
7: Oh my God! <laughs> I'd be interested chicken. to know how you found that out. <laughs>
2: Uh, according to the site Persian Kitty, they had that information.
7: <laughs> really? You are how a do creep. you make
0: the switch from life insurance to the porn world?
7: Well, actually, I did. I did a number of things in between that.
0: <laughs> so it wasn't a great, great. I uh, mean, it was a from big... life insurance to, to porn.
7: No, it didn't happen that way exactly.
0: <laughs> so how did it happen? How did you get your first porn gig?
7: Um, well, I was a stripper for five and a half years, and um, Gateway. I was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was dancing in Dallas, and it was just crap in Dallas. Like the strip clubs here, the law, Laura Miller just really screwed us. You know, it was just horrible. And um, would you like
2: some more info that I know on you? That in 2007, you were stripping at the Deja Vu Hustler Club in Shreveport.
7: That's right. That's, that's, that's where I got found. That's where
2: adult film star Jack Venice saw you dance and convinced you to travel to California to try your hand in film.
7: That is right. So. What She's... do you get paid?
1: What do you get paid per movie? Oh, I
7: never discussed like that. Discuss first that. Really? We'll let's say
1: that first one. Yeah.
7: Really? Yeah. I never discussed that. <laughs> uh, so okay, the Well, now you're being interviewed. Can, can, can you now ball you're on the radio it, being interviewed. Yes. Us. No, I. The first one. No. Five
3: dollars. Hundred dollars. Five thousand. Ten thousand.
2: Let's say. Let's yeah. Let's say let, the first film you were in. Mm. The first one. Very mm. first film. What what? Can you tell us what they bucks. paid you there? The no.
3: Fifteen hundred. No.
2: Okay. First, tell us how
0: you how you found your way into that first film. So you're stripping.
7: Well, right, I'm stripping and Jack Venice, um, saw me on main stage. I had no idea who he was. Some little punk kid. <laughs> and he like kept following me around the strip club, you know, telling, he wanted to talk to me, you know, and he screamed out when I was on main stage, like that girl's, mm, is going to make money in porn, you know? <laughs> and I'm like awkward, that. you know? Anyways, this guy keeps following me around and I'm like, Look, like, I don't talk to anybody, like, under 35, okay? You have no money, and you're wasting my time. So unless you want to, like, throw some money out. (laughs) Unless you want to throw some money out right now, like, to talk to me. Like, not even lap dance. It's just a talk. Like, I'm not going to talk to you. So he's like, you know what? I like your style. I respect that. So he pulls out, like, 60 bucks. I'm like, that's three songs, dude. And he's like, all right. He was like, I guess I'm going to talk really fast. And he, like, gave me this whole spiel. I didn't believe him at all. But my girlfriend thought he was totally hot. And she was like, you have to take one for the team. And I'm like, I'm not taking anything for the team. Like, this guy is a douche, you know? And she's like, oh, my God, we just have to go to breakfast with him, whatever. Anyway, she totally talks me into it. And we get to, what were we at? IHOP, I think. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Okay, the show clubs don't close till 6 o'clock in the morning. And we're at IHOP. And he busts out, like, all of this evidence that he really is who he says he is. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, Oh, wow. Like, he wasn't joking around. Like, well, this guy is How do you bust out evi-
1: what evidence?
7: I mean, like, he had, like, DVD titles. <laughs> oh, okay. He had, like, pulled out internet. Like, all kinds of Big stuff. Big portfolio. Yeah, I was just like, whoa. He worked for... Is a, he a
1: producer, or he's in... He's, like, an actor?
7: Uh, both. Well, he was a director and an actor, kind of, sort of. Right. He was more actor than he was director, but he did direct a little bit for Shane's World.
0: Well, I saw that with Mike Myers and Dana Carl. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's Wayne's That's World. World. That's
2: Wayne's World. <laughs> so, okay, again, this is uh, Rachel Starr, adult film star, with us here on Sports Radio 1310. About, the ticket. How the about reset. the first
1: one? The first one you were in? Oh, the it's... first porn. What? It, or is there a trial like uh, I know my. Screen test. My, yeah, yeah, like from Boogie Casting Nights. Casting couch. In, in Boogie did... Nights, you had to have sex uh, right next to the porn producer on his couch. Yeah, no. To show that, him that you're not that, against it.
7: That wasn't exactly how it went down. Have you seen Boogie Nights? I pieces of it. I haven't watched the whole thing through and through, but I mean that's not really how it worked out. The first thing that I ever did was for Naughty America, um, and it was I think it was my sister's hot friend or something like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: naughty, not naughty office.
7: <laughs> no, it wasn't that. I think it was, was my it sister's hot
2: friend. Was it my sister's hot friend nine or my sister's hot friend ten? There's Jeez, no telling. Cause I, I, I see didn't. you in both of those.
7: I I was in both of those. I can't, I don't know as which well one as was.
2: my dad's hot girlfriend four.
7: Yeah, I was in that one for sure. <laughs>
2: Now,
1: okay, so when you. Okay, so, yeah, what was that scene like? Yeah, you like do the that? first. I mean, are how you nervous? You had to be nervous.
2: You know,
7: what, what? I was nervous when I was in makeup and hair. And because I, like, I didn't know what to expect. And, like, all I can hear are these people, like, screwing in the room next to me. And I'm just kind of like. It was just so, like.
1: Had you ever videoed before, like, you and a boyfriend or something? No. Oh, okay, so first
0: time on camera. The people yeah. doing it in the room next to you, were they being. Was it a video or was right. that in somebody's dressing room? It, no. was, it was a scene. No,
7: it was a, okay. it was a scene and it was really loud and it was really obnoxious and I'm just sitting here thinking like, is this really happening? Like, I'm really doing this right now.
1: Does anyone ever jump in and cut and say, look, Rachel, you are, you got to, let's get a little more into yeah, it. Yeah, how did. awkward is that when the director well, comes like in I, and says, we, you're not selling it. I could use a director in my uh, house. I've, I've never,
7: <laughs> I've never personally had that to me because when I bring it, I mean, I bring it, yeah. but... I mean, I've definitely seen it done. One take, Rachel? Good to Um, hear. A lot of the times, but I mean, a lot of times they have to cut and, you know, lighting and shadows and, you know, there's some sound going on in the background and a plane's flying over the house Uh and, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. It's not as
1: easy as everybody thinks. No,
7: I mean, most people have the idea that it takes like a couple hours and, I mean, realistically, when I first started, you know, we could bang out one in like four or five hours.
1: So to speak. (laughs) speak. Yeah. Mm. Five hours? Okay, what would you say, ballpark, you Mm. made an hour?
7: Oh, you really want to know this? Oh, yeah.
1: Why is the why is the uh, the adult film industry? I mean, we get to know what Brad Pitt makes for each movie. Why do we have to hide what uh, <laughs> Rachel Starr makes?
7: Because I just don't want to tell so anybody. Do you anymore.
1: make a very comfortable
0: living?
7: Extremely comfortable. Six yeah. figures? Extremely comfortable. Six yeah. figures. There you go. Six yeah.
0: figures.
1: Seven
3: about, figures. About Seven? how many titles a year are you in? Uh, Ty
7: I don't know. It, I see. As uh, it her, would honestly uh, depend on the year. Like my first year, I did over a hundred movies wow. in eight months.
0: Are you choosy about which scripts you take, or
7: not? The first year I wasn't. The first year you can't be choosy. Like you have yeah. to just like take what's pretty much given to you, and then after you get some under your belt, you can be picky and be like, okay, I don't want to do this. Any uh, do any whatever. restrictions?
1: Uh, any no, what? No black guys.
7: <laughs> wow you're just throwing them at me today aren't you? <laughs> you're a,
1: it's a, an interview any restrictions do you say no i won't yeah, go I mean, uh, there, no back door we just
7: there's definitely restrictions i mean everything is like really really business so do you I, have any yeah i mean i have what some, are your like,
3: restrictions what would you not do on camera?
7: It really depends on the price. You know, like I'm you. all okay, about the then price. Then there
3: is then you don't have restrictions. So so when you're choosy, is it only based on price or is it sometimes based on who you're working with? Well, there's a couple things. It's like not just plot. price.
7: Like, okay, say <laughs> I le- this isn't realistic. <laughs> no, listen. Say I say I t- I let everything out of the gates my first year. Well, I don't have anything to shoot for the next year. Mm-hmm. So say even if I want to do it, I need to wait. You know you need know what to me?
1: have Rachel Starr's first blank scene, right?
7: My first you, what? You, well, you, you need to be able whatever to promote. You done. Oh right, yeah. Next yeah. year,
1: say, hey, this is uh, her first uh, DP.
7: Right. Well, yeah. I, mean, what does I, haven't, that stand I haven't done. <laughs> I haven't Capilla. done that one yet. <laughs> oh, you haven't
1: done that.
2: I haven't.
7: No. But you, you say see,
3: you're you not against it, right?
7: I'm sorry. Is you're that n- going to
1: happen in 2012? You're not against it.
7: No, it won't happen in 2012. I can tell you that much.
0: 13. Oh, why?
7: I don't,
1: hey, tell us she
0: can't gro- say that. group's had to drop that word. We just can't say, use that
1: uh, word. You can't just use that just first, Your first... Uh, the back, in, in, the back, back
7: door. back door. My first back door scene. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the first back door scene didn't happen until last year. It was released in September. That's the first and only one I've ever done. <laughs> Oh, only one, huh? Yeah. it's Well, I can't say the title either. Do you, you know, need to really see? Restricted. Do you need to see who you're going to...
1: If you're doing that kind of scene, do you need to see who you're going to work with oh, to yeah. make sure it's kind of tiny? Oh,
7: well, I don't know about tiny. <laughs> it can't
0: be Akeem Olajuwon, <laughs> right?
7: No, I mean, like, come on. Like, if people have waited like four or five years to see me do that, like, the last thing, you no. Know?
0: I don't think you need to... Ty, Ty wishes he was that disgraceful. Boy, do I. Boy, do I. Hey, I'll tell you what. We're carried over. This is a radio term. We're up against it. So what we're going to do is take a break here. Okay. And then we've got many more questions for you. If you can stay for one more segment.
7: Let's do it. All
0: right. Porn star Rachel Starr with us. Continued next on The Ticket.
3: It is 4.59 on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. Hello. It is White Elephant Day. I'm Rich Phillips. We're having a line change here, even while we're carrying over the guest, Rachel Starr, Ty Walker's porn star, love? I don't know. Porn star he brought into studio for us. She is staying with us. We're doing a line change. Craig is now going to be the yuck monkey for the next hour. And uh, coming up at 5.15, by the way, we uh, or 5.30, we're going to get to E! News. And Craig and I both have a eulogy that we must deliver. Boy, very, very sad. Terrible start to the day, wasn't Mm -hmm. it? Dan McDowell should be joining us here in studio in just a moment. And I gave him some instructions on behalf of Rachel, so hopefully he will adhere to those. But (laughs) we do have Rachel Starr, Burleson's own Rachel Starr, who is joining us here. All right, we were talking uh, during the last segment. You mentioned about how... You used to be dancing here in Dallas, and that's kind of how you got into this whole Mm -hmm, thing. And I was intrigued when you said Laura Miller screwed all that up for everybody.
7: Yeah, I mean, I think she was trying to do a good thing by trying to get a lot of the girls off Harry Hines, but unfortunately, a lot of the things that she did, it made it really hard on the dancers inside the strip club because, I mean, she made it so hard to accept a tip off of somebody off stage. I mean, it was like if you didn't do it this certain exact way, if they like, you know, put a dollar in your G string and they, you know, pulled out your thong and put it there for you, or if they put it in between your boobs, it was solicitation of prostitution. Like girls were getting popped left and right for felonies all day long. And it was like, come on, you know.
3: But only the girls were, not the guys.
7: Yeah, the guys wouldn't get in trouble. Only the girls. Mm
3: hmm and that kind of spoils all the fun when you
0: can't do that right craig uh i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) so when you you leave the world of stripping you get into the world of porn Mm
6: -hmm.
0: how do your parents react to that or your i don't know if you have siblings how do they react to that your grandparents if they're still with us big ticket fans right
7: yeah they are um honestly are they listening yeah i'm sure (laughs) how'd you how'd
0: you break the news to them
7: I was just honest with them. Like, uh, you know, I've always been somebody that's like super independent. And I mean, there's not a whole lot anybody's going to tell me that I can't do this and I can't do that. I, I pretty much just do what I want to do. Um, but I'm just really lucky because I have, you know, a family support system that loves me unconditionally and they've never judged me. I'm not going to say it's like their ideal profession that they want me to like be doing. I'm sure that they would love if I had like, you know, something else where I was working in a office. Life or insurance, something. right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> But, I mean, this is what I do, and, and I like it, and it's taken me around the world, and I've learned amazing things. And, you know, honestly, it's like a stepping stone. I mean, is this something that I'm going to do for 20 years? Absolutely not. I mean, come on. Um, but, I mean, I'm young. I'm having fun. I make really good money. How much exactly?
0: She can't I, talk about I, that.
7: I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I make six figures, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, well, what's, good. What's it go. a stepping okay. stone to? What? what?
3: You said it was a stepping stone.
7: Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, you're not going to do this for... I mean, girls don't have a shelf life like men do in the business. I mean, you have, like, your Manuel Ferreira, you know, all those guys. They can right be in yeah. the business for 10, 20, 25 years. A girl can't. I mean, it's very rare. Maybe you have, like, a Lisa Ann or something. She's been in the business for a really long time. But that's so rare. Mm. You know, girls, there's so many new, like, 18-year-old hot bodies, like, just dying to get in the business that you eventually... Keep getting pushed out, pushed out, because guys like Variety, they want to see the newest, best thing, right? So starlets get pushed out really, really quick. Porn stars get pushed out, and I'm going to say, you know, five to seven years.
0: What are the medical requirements or restrictions, like practicing safe sex? Does everybody have to be tested all the time, or how does that work? They're
7: extremely strict on it, and actually they're getting more and more strict. Um, Like the company that I'm exclusive with, Bang Bros., Um, like I have to get tested every seven days and condom only, you know, um, that's not an industry standard, but an industry standard used to be, um, 30 days and without a condom, every every single person had to get tested every 30 days. And when you show up on set, you have like literally like this form, like this piece of paper and it has like a seal on it. And it's like, okay, you see mine. I see yours. Like, here it is. We can both sign off. The director has to sign (laughs) off on it the whole nine um, and now, I it, rumor has it. I th- I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it just went to 14 days for an industry standard. So you
1: sign an exclusivity deal. Yes, you are under contract to one company. Do I you am. ever find yourself in free agency?
7: Uh, well, this is the first exclusive contract I've had. I've been independent for most of my career, um, but I'm in contract now until next August. So. Bingos okay, so only. it's a
1: one-year deal? Yeah, it's one year. It's always year to year?
7: Yeah, I have an option. They wanted to do it longer, but I just wanted one year, one year at a time. Because, you know, I mean, what if I get in there the and test I hate free it?
1: free agent market, man.
7: Right. You, you know, I get in there the and price I... I right, well, I, if
1: you don't like the way they operate, then. Right. <laughs> That's what you're going with. Right. And That's interesting. F- and it's
0: for a minimum number of movies?
7: Yeah. Well...
0: Like uh, 100 or 50 or...
7: Well, um, like this one was 20. Um, but I have the option to do more if I want. I don't have the option to do less, but I have the option to do more if I want. Um, but what I did was I was like, okay, well, I want to knock all of these out as quick as possible. And then I have, you know, a good six months of my life or a little bit more actually that I can do whatever I want, you know what I mean? Like I'm just done. I just made all my money for the whole year. Like I'm done. I can do whatever I want. I can travel the world. Mm-hmm. I can go to college. I can study. I can I can go to cinema. I can I can just party my butt off if I wanted to. I can do whatever I want.
1: Do you get like a every two weeks all year? You get checks? No, like, I get you... it all in
7: one lump sum. Like the minute that I do one, bam, I'm paid for it. But oh. I also do like webcam. So like, essentially, like I'm not. Okay, so your any more contract scenes.
1: isn't a salary. I'm sorry. It's no. It's per film, and then if you do it's... forty, you'll get paid double I'll... what your contract. Exactly. All
7: right. Exactly.
0: You have a boyfriend, or are you married?
7: No, I'm single. Not married.
0: You, but you date, date? Well, right? Well, you date. I.
7: You know what? I'm. I'm really like. I don't know. I'm not really accepting applications right now. Because <laughs> Yeah,
0: I would think it would be. A hurdle for a potential boyfriend when they find out what you do for a living. A lot of guys might have a problem with that, right? Yeah,
7: I'm sure they do. But, you know, it takes a really, really special, very confident, secure man to be able to be with someone like me. And, I mean, there's so many, like, like, just things that they, you know, they get in it and they're like, oh yeah, I think I can handle that. And then it gets further.
0: We can't, we can't use the S S word.
7: My bad, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, so it's like this constant, like kind of roller coaster kind of up and down and things are smooth one second and then they're rough the next or whatever. So it's hard, you know, and I have to be, you know, really understanding in that aspect. But, you know, you also have to have somebody that you know, can stand up and be like, okay, well I know what you're doing and this is it is what it is. It's black and white. It's it's not like there's a lot of gray area there. You what's know? your
1: what's your real name?
7: I'm not gonna say that.
1: <laughs> okay, but you're from yeah. here and Yeah. Burleson's own, yeah. I would just guess you, yeah, you said where you went to high school. I don't understand why in yeah. your community you don't There's see. a lot of guys you're from not, Burleson High School who are now trying you're to not figure trying out who, to you hire are. who you are. <laughs>
7: No, I don't hide what I do. I mean, if someone wants to look it up online and they want to re- really research it, go ahead. Go for Die. it. But... You um wanted- yeah, but Ty will I'm not, I, I don't, it's more of a privacy and a safety issue as well. Like, my um address has gotten out before, and I've gotten, like, not-so-okay mail, and, like, shrines and stuff, and, like, it was just, like, really awkward Shrines, me. Yeah,
0: because she's probably got a lot of guys like Ty who are a bit obsessive. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's got to protect her identity. There's,
7: I mean, I'm not going to, I would say that most people that watch porn are pretty normal, to say the least. I mean, like, come on, it's pretty normal. Oh, yeah. but
1: It can't have you, a... Five billion dollar industry just from the uh, right, just from the weirdos, right? Right, but What are you, there are, what are you looking at me for?
7: There are <laughs> weirdos, <laughs> and let me tell you're you, are a weirdo, and I'm the normal. Yeah, there are some weirdos though, and when you come in contact with those, it, it can be scary. It's kind of like, oh wow. Now there's wow. A, there's <laughs> a lot
3: of unique piercings in your business. Yeah, she has Rachel has a very unique one. Alexis actually pointed it out to us first. Well, yeah. you, the she top showed, sides of her forearms wow. are pierced, but not. It Not all the way through. Yeah. How does it? Is there, is the earring back inside of you? <laughs>
7: well, there, it's called a dermal anchor. So it has. I mean, think of it like a boat has an anchor, right? Uh-huh. And it's kind of curved up. Well, think of this: it like comes down like a T, sure. and it has two holes in the end, right? So they just pick up the skin, they hollow out, you know, a piece of meat in your skin, and they pop hmm. one side of that anchor in, and they twist it around and pop the other side in, and your skin grows around it and through it and holds it down, and there you go; it's permanent.
4: When yeah. did you?
1: You're clearly a sexual person. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, to say the least. So, was it very early uh, that you first became a sexual person? Yes. How How old were you? In um, fact, I can tell you. My research oh says. Boy. I'm kind of interviewing her.
2: She first had sex with a girl at 13.
7: Yeah, that's yeah. That's right. Oh, with a girl.
1: <laughs> with wow. a
7: girl. Yes. Experimenting with a,
1: girl. With a friend. Yes. Uh, mm. Then, when did we first bring boy into this?
7: Uh, like a year later.
1: The age of fourteen. That's 14, is that exceptionally yeah. early.
7: It was really, it was really, really early. Yeah, it was early.
1: I okay. Think. Did you come from broken home?
7: <clears throat> uh, like my parents divorced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they divorced when I was nine.
1: All right. Did you have a father figure around or no?
7: Oh, me and my dad are like two peas in a pod. Okay, because they my best they
1: might allege that that is something missing in the the porn stars' my life. My dad usually. is
7: definitely not missing from my life.
1: Okay, that's interesting.
7: (laughs) I'm really close with all my family. I'm close with my stepmom. I'm close with my dad. I'm close with my real mom. I'm close with my brother. Like, I'm not, like, I didn't come from some horrible family with some nightmare, like, background. You know, there was no drugs. Were as abused as a a child, sexually abused? Yeah, my parents aren't alcohol. Like, there's none of that. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say we were a white picket fence. I mean, every, like, family has problems. But, I mean... I went to a good school i was in a good neighborhood i have a good family on both sides you know like i'm not that's such the stereotype of porn and i'm not going to say that majority of girls don't come from that because they do Mm -hmm. um but it's not all of them you know and i just happen to be that small percentage that's not all of them
0: now I, i don't know what the oscar is in your industry but you have you won any awards like that for been supporting actress? No,
7: nah, I've been nominated numerous times, but I haven't won.
0: Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to bring up a source. So They've been to yeah. the awards show. It's
7: cool. I mean, they aired it, on IFC. Right? Yeah, I've been to... to a, wait, IFC?
1: Yeah, in, in, uh, Independent Film Channel. They'll air the They run the award awards ceremony? Yeah, they'll, they'll air that. Oh,
7: uh, I don't know. Do I've they rotate the back. site? You're talking about AVN.
1: No, no, no. The independent film channel. It's a cable network that we'll, you saying
3: airs the award ceremony. It's like HBO. Oh, they
7: air the AVN. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Oh, oh, yes. okay, okay. That's
0: always in Vegas, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah.
7: yeah. It's a lot of fun. What does AVN know that. stand
1: for? Adult Video? Video nominees. Okay.
7: Yeah.
0: Did you ever have one role that you thought, man, I nailed it, and then you didn't get any credit for it? You didn't even get nominated?
7: No, you know, that's never been, like, a really big, like, thing to me to, like, get an award for it, because I mean, like, really, where am I going to take that award? It's like, oh, hey, mom and dad, or, like, hey, you know, future children, look what I got. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of yeah. like, to me... It's it, just it's, it's
0: just something to have on your resume so people like Meryl Streep can't turn up their nose at you, I would I, say.
7: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs>
0: Uh, have you thought about that as far as future children?
1: Uh, what might you talk to them about?
7: I'm just going to be honest with them, if, if I have them. I mean, I don't know if I will or not, but, I mean, it's not it's not, never been, like, a huge priority on my list. Um, I've thought about it and considered it. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I just feel like honesty is the best policy. Just be real.
1: Have you worried about future job prospects like let's say you want to get out of this adult business never overall you're never going to get out of it
7: no i'm going to get out of it but i'm not really worried about future job prospects of it like Like, if
1: it's someone that would be so uptight they wouldn't hire you
0: because you were once in porn you probably don't want to work there exactly are you being good with your money Oh yeah, because you're making a lot, you might be able to retire, right? Let me
7: tell you something. Like I save money, like no tomorrow. That is one thing I've never had an issue, and I have perfect credit. I have money in the bank, no debt. Like I'm, I'm on good, top of it. Good girl. Did good I girl.
0: see?
2: Did I see you tweet uh, that you're taking classes at college or something right now? Are you...
7: Yeah, I'm looking to actually like right now. I <laughs> I uh, I went to Tarrant County College back in '06. And I took the Accuplacer. I passed like reading and writing with flying colors. I failed math so bad.
1: Well, that's tough for women, though, right? Forty-seven. Don't they generally do uh, a little worse
0: on. The I math, made though? like a
7: forty-seven. Like I just got the test results Well, you knew that
0: number, so I you're was, pretty good at math. <laughs> yeah, <there you>
7: go. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I made a forty-seven. I was like, man, that was really bad. So like right now, I'm like taking like a tut- I have a tutor or whatever that you know tutors me Monday through Friday, two hours a day on math, and then um, I'm gonna take math in spring and you know what what do you want
1: to major in what do you hope to be when you grow up
7: this is this is what's crazy is like i'm such a bookworm already like i read so much and i'm like a seminar junkie like i'm going to a tony robbins seminar tomorrow in palm springs like i'm just i I have a thirst for knowledge right i have no idea what i want to do in college i just know i want to go and i'm like totally stoked about it um i guess right now just like get the basics and i don't know it'll come to me I don't know.
3: We'll probably get you hired on as a ticket chick around mm-hmm.
7: here. Hey. Yeah, sometimes when you go to college,
3: you just want to figure it out. We'll hire Yeah, up, you know? I don't
7: know. I'm just excited. Like, honestly, like, even having this tutor for math, <laughs> like, you know, I'm brushing back up on my algebra and my geometry and it's actually it sounds really like a fun. lot of fun yeah it sounds it great. actually is like back in the day i hated it i'm like this is so stupid like who uses this
1: and now you're paying someone to teach you
7: i know exactly right and it's not cheap having a tutor four days a week two hours a day that's not cheap but anyways i actually really like it i get excited about my homework and like i can't wait to go home and, like figure it out and then go like turn in the questions the next day like did i get it <laughs> you know no. I like it.
0: Well, that's cool. I think we need to run along. So um, yeah. we want to all thank you very much for coming up here and spending yes. Yes. two thank segments you. with us. You made ties. Do you want to live. give out your
1: Twitter
7: name? Oh, yeah. Um, it's Rachel Star Triple X. Um, so that's uh, twitter.com oh. forward slash R-A-C-H-E-L-S-T-A-R-R-X-X-X dot com. Rachel Star, X dot com.
0: I'm going to change mine to at Junior Miller Triple X. <laughs>
7: yeah. There you go.
0: I like that. That's a nice touch.
7: Well, I mean, you're the what did you what did you say you were the porn? No, uh, him. No, he. No, he
0: yeah, I'm the pope of porn. He's
3: the pope of porn. Oh, yeah. I was
7: going to say you should just put like triple X behind your name from here on out.
3: Dan's like a cardinal of porn, right? Okay. Ties right. the pope. He, yes. he he has a sponsored birthday every day. That's right. On the station. Thank you, Mister G. For a porn star.
7: That is awesome. So, his birthday was it today? Uh,
1: yeah. it was Chasey Lane. That's right. Do you know her?
7: Really? You, she, she turned
1: forty The great Chasey Lane. You ever work with her?
7: What? No, I haven't.
1: You ever work with, like, ten dudes at once?
7: No, and I want not You won't do that? That's no, not your game? I'm not down at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Way too much work.
0: <laughs> so... Right, I don't note. know who's running this break. I don't know right? either. All right. Thank you, Rachel. I'm a yuck monkey. I'm not supposed to no, take it in and out.
3: <laughs> 5.15 on Sports Radio 1310. <laughs> you, Rachel. Rachel, sorry. Rachel. Thank you
1: very much. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Rachel.
3: Rachel. Lord, it's 5.25 on Sports Radio on 1310, here. the ticket.
1: Isn't that weird? You and Ty on the yeah. same
3: ship? Yeah. It's a good thing we're not hosting a segment together, though. It is uh, I
7: don't yours think that's truly. A good
3: thing at all. Rich Phillips, Dan McDowell, hosted with me for this five o'clock hour. Yo yo. Craig Junior Miller will have e news for us coming up just moments away, at five thirty or some such. We thought we would mix in a little bit of sports here on your White Elephant Day, as we uh, have not had much of that going on on the show today. But we do have the Mavericks, the NBA, just about ready to start. Training camp's Friday, right? Y'all geared up? Everybody's ready for it, right? Friday Um, training camp. I care
1: more about December 25th. Who is going to
3: be there? Well, who's going to be at training camp? Who's going to be there December 25th certainly remains largely in question for the Dallas Mavericks, because... They have numerous, several, several key players from last year's team, free agents, and the way their stance seems to be right now is, to me, it almost sounds like they're ready to give up, give up on this shortened sixty-six game season because the Mavs are, or are all the free agents that are talking. The Mavs are because well, basically it seems like outside of Tyson Chandler, they're not going to offer any of these guys more than one year. Because their goal is what about Tyson to, Chandler? And that that's questionable whether or not they're going to yeah. or will offer him more than a one-year deal. Because the goal is for the first time in the history of Mark Cuban owning the team to be under the salary cap next summer, when the big supposed free agent bonanza hits.
1: Which uh, boy, right now Cuban gets a pass on anything he does, right? Sure, because of what? <laughs> Why what, shouldn't he? What he has built. But uh, it's funny because <laughs> it feels like all the guys are now taking their negotiating game to the media Mm -hmm. because, and the you know, it's their right. The owners do this to the players, especially when it's the owners lock out the players and then the media portrays it as the players are just greedy and want too much money. You know, Mm -hmm. the owners play this game, too. So the players are just returning volley, I think. Interesting. uh, Tyson Chandler, of course, did it already last week, saying, looks like I'm probably not going to be here. Right. uh, even Jason Terry.
3: By the way, I don't think he's going to be here.
1: And that's there's just
3: too many teams that very have the but, ability to offer him much more than the Mavericks want to. But because will they?
1: Like, does Minnesota believe offering him 15 million a year is really going to be the key to everything? I think they will be sorely well, obviously disappointed, much like the Bulls were in uh, Ben Wallace. They have a his Tyson price tag Chandler fit here for something specific.
3: His price tag's been so raised by last season. Uh, because he's the missing piece. He was the missing piece, here. right? But is he? Is you, he you parlay the that, that into convincing. Build around, well, you know, you can convince other teams that he was the missing piece, and this was why. It wasn't just that they needed defense; it was his presence in general. It was his professionalism. It was the way he went about things on a day-to-day basis. That's what they sell these. I teams mean, on.
1: adding him to Dirk, is, it, it certainly uh, is helps. Okay, yes, you know? it certainly helps. Well, here's another little piece. Very little piece. The littlest piece, isn't it? Uh, J.J. Berea has followed Tyson Chandler in his uh, trip to the media, who says, it's not looking good here in Dallas, I don't think. I'm disappointing. I wasn't expecting this. Hopefully it gets better. Um, He says, and uh, I'm going to take this as a direct quote, it's disappointing they're not going to do what needs to be done to bring back the team. I want to be come back. <laughs> I think the fans want me to come back, but I don't you get the point the uh now there's the the thing is and and Jason Terry has a quote because they kind of asked him about next year when you're a free agent because he's available every day to the media during these his his unorganized thing is, workouts he says the exact same kind of thing. My focus is sign an extension because being the core of what we built to this point, I believe they want me here. if the extension is not done. That tells me something different. So it's all, media-wise, we're throwing it at the owner, like, hey, if he wants to keep this great championship team, then you know what he has to do. But if not, I, I guess that's his his call then. And that's, I, I just think this is the game. I do not like it. I do not like Cuban all of a sudden becoming fiscally responsible. I... I but I'm a I'm an irresponsible fan. I guess I want it- I want everybody. I want the same guys back. I want more. I want uh, you know what I mean. You win a championship, like you're gonna you're gonna rush to f- sign Rafe before he can make one visit. Yet you're gonna let Tyson Chandler go and shop his wares everywhere.
0: Don't you think they should take advantage <laughs> of this very small window, and and. And try to win another one. And
3: the window is small because, so dirt. because yes, yes, because Dirk makes the window small yes, because
0: of his age. He is a once in a, probably franchise's lifetime player. Right. And and you finally got it it's, right around him last year, and now you don't want to bring a lot of he, that back because he, you you don't want to pay so much in luxury tax here in a couple of years, and you're trying to put all your eggs in the Chris Paul, Darren Williams. Dwight Howard basket, what are those odds? And the The odds odds are are so so long. Right,
3: because there's probably 12 other teams that are all going to be gunning for that, and they've already spoken about several other teams that they would be interested in being on. And the thing that, that surprises me, and maybe it's because we just don't know enough about all the differences with the new labor deal, but since when is the only way you're able to put together your team by being under the salary cap? The Mavericks have never been they, under the salary made a cap living of making <laughs> trades. <and laughs> all they do attractions. Yes. That you don't have to be under the salary uh, cap to make these moves. You you go out and find a way to do it. That's the way it's been done in the past and I am assuming that ability is still there and why suddenly who right, says you can't sign Tyson Chandler to the 5-year deal this season and then if you have a chance to get Dwight Howard, he's part of the sign and trade for Dwight Howard next year.
1: Yeah, cuz if it, once Dirk's gone, who knows, you know? You see your uh, team there in San Antonio at the end of a career, and and who knows what's going to lie ahead until you get one of those guys. There's only a few of those. Tyson Chandler is not one of those guys. No, Dirk is. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, Kobe is. LeBron is also uh, who he plays with. Uh, D Wade. Wade. But those guys is the guy to build around, and you use guys like Tyson Chandler and Jason Terry and whatnot to build around that. I, I agree with Junior. The window is small and it's getting smaller and if you wait till next year, it's even smaller yet and it's and then, not guaranteed. And
3: then what do you do if you get out there next year and you've let Tyson Chandler go and you don't get Dwight Howard get it, and you don't yeah. get Darren Williams and you don't get Chris Paul and Jason Kidd's not going to be on your team anymore because he's a hundred.
1: Well then, then what the hell got, are you doing? Then you've got Mark you've got Cuban, cap Room to go sign all of who? a sudden sounding like Tom Hicks in the sense that well, we're gonna be fiscally re- I don't want to hear that. I want to hear I'll do anything <laughs> it takes to get another hey, championship.
5: Hey, ask here. my Knicks
3: about saving all that cap space for LeBron, right. who didn't want mm-hmm. them. Didn't work. No. Well, all right. fine. There's some good, strong sports got talk. Two superstars there, right? On your white elephant uh, day. In the end, it worked. 5.33 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Rich Phillips, Dan McDowell, and our yuck monkey, Craig Miller, who has got e-news for us next. We
0: have a major Hollywood death that greatly affects Rich and me, and that's coming up next. This <laughs>
1: How do they leave the big name we in the bunch off the, the liner? Of the reason people are tuning in. Uh, here's time. an email from Fernando, who forgets an R when he writes, Nomalcy <laughs> reigns tomorrow morning. That's normalcy. As the Musers return to their rightful throne, tune in at 8.55 as the Football Hall of Famer Barry Sanders joins the guys. Mm. Super uh, reading that. Why don't you play Barry versus Emmett and have him read the... Uh, the liquor spots. Okay. <laughs> oh, I tune better. in for that. All right, how about uh, a sponsor for this? We're doing e news. Totally. Autoflex and All Pro Foundation Repair. Can you say the word totally in the right way? Totes. Here he is, the reason you've tuned in. Mm. The big name in this shift. He's been known in this market for nearly two decades Craig Jr. Miller.
0: Or, you can use my new nickname, the Junes. the Junes. The Junes. I'm known as the Junes south of the Trinity, and I'm hoping that it catches on everywhere, even in white communities. Hmm. Very sad news leads E! News <laughs> today. And Rich, Rich and I are taking this pretty hard. Yes, we are. At age 96, succumbing to pneumonia... The great Harry Morgan has passed uh, away.
1: Sherman. T.
0: Potter. Commander.
1: Shock, are we sure about this pneumonia thing? And
0: he's too young to I go, suspect, man.
1: Nice suspect. Foul
0: play. The commander of the four oh seven seventh Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Second best commander they ever had. I was always a McLean Stevenson fan. I loved Henry Blake, but <laughs> I also loved Colonel Potter, how Boy, could you not?
3: He had well, first off, he had a much longer run cuz mm-hmm. uh, he was on what eight seasons. 75 <laughs> was That's like only saying on Winchester for three. was better than Major Burns. Now, I'm not saying he was better. Boy, Colonel Potter had some fantastic moments and all his great references to horse hockey and bullpucky and
0: Would you like to hear some of them? Yes, please. <laughs> Mule fritters. <laughs> buffalo bagels. <laughs> pony pucks. Beaver biscuits, bull cookies,
1: pig feathers. Has has anyone taken in an episode of M.A.S.H. lately? Last night,
3: as a matter of fact, I did. Still holds up.
1: Really? Absolutely.
3: No question it does. I Hmm.
0: think in particular the first couple of years with Henry and Trapper and Frank. Once Frank left, I mean, Frank was the ultimate foil. Frank was, in a lot of ways the guy that the show revolved around. I mean, Hawkeye obviously was, but Frank... I mean, Frank made the show.
1: And they got so what, too friendly later. Yeah. Like, they kind of were friends and could respect Winchester. And,
0: and they got too into social commentary. And Now, he was actually
3: on MASH once before he was Colonel Potter. A visiting... He was a visiting general, general or something. Yeah. And he was doing an inspection, and he was real wacko, and they were trying... Which, were they trying the uncomfortably named Dr. Spearchucker?
0: Is that who they were trying? Spearchucker Jones?
3: But for, um, it was him or it may have been somebody else they were trying, though, who was black, that they were charging him with uh, insubordination. Yes. And Or no, it was Hawkeye they were charging with insubordination, and they wanted him, the black guy, to come up and testify against him. And he said, but first, a number.
0: Right. Because he figured, he said, it's (laughs) it's in your blood. Excuse me, sir? Yeah, Yeah, he
3: thought he should just get up and dance and perform for them. Because it was in his blood.
0: All right, quick trivia.
1: Yeah. Do you the, guys. The black guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that sounds like the most racist thing
0: ever. Uh huh. Yeah, and it they was made right it on, on TV right in right like on 1973. Mesh. Yeah. Guy, I mean, they the were, they were guy showing. The black name
3: was Spearchuck? Yes. Right? right.
0: How ridiculous it was. But then,
3: like, a year later, he ends up being the replacement for McLean Stevenson when he left the show.
0: And do you know why McLean Stevenson left?
1: Hello, uh, Larry. Right. Yeah. Hello, Larry. He well, that own, was a great uh, career decision. Which wasn't failed. It? Not only well, he got his own TV series, but it was such a bitter breakup between him and the producers of MASH. That's why they wrote the death. They yes. wrote the you are not coming back mm-hmm. because you you want to bolt off of this show. You will not come back because Trapper John wasn't killed. Right. Trap. Trapper left. He had a possibility. the beginning of the next season. In fact, that spun off into a, another show without that guy, though.
0: Which was always confusing. Pernell Roberts played yes. Trapper John, M.D.
1: But yeah, that's very confusing. But, but his sidekick Gonzo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's that's viewed as one of the all-time what was he thinking moves or yeah. career Gotta blunders. And, and along with his, the uh, Ropers spinoff. What's his name? After wait, wait, one year <laughs> of Three's Company, and they were number one. They spin off the Ropers after one year. That's, one year? That's canceled after about three episodes. Wayne
3: Rogers did leave though and do a doctor show, didn't he? Did he? House Calls. Yeah. House uh. Calls. That's right. See, that's what made Trapper John really confusing to a young child. See, I was as heard. Me.
0: I heard Wayne Rogers left Sorry? because all the good lines were written for. Correct. He didn't like being Alan Alda. The, yeah,
1: the second banana, at Alan Alda. Uh,
0: Is Henry- that why
1: you were? You once left the Musers for like a week.
0: Because George got all the good lines. Oh, yes. Yeah.
1: Until you worked that into your deal.
0: Yep. Harry Morgan once said of his MASH character, Colonel Potter, he was firm, he was a good officer, he had a good sense of humor. I think it was the best part I ever had. In 1980, Colonel Potter earned him an Emmy Award as Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. It's a great loss. My favorite Colonel Potter moment of all time was when Frank got in the tank uh, to, impress, to impress Hot Lips, and Frank didn't know how to, how to drive a tank. So Colonel Potter pulled his Jeep in front of the tank, which was out of control, to try to get Frank to stop, but Frank didn't know how to stop it. So Potter jumps out of the Jeep at the last second, and Frank steamrolls Colonel Potter's Jeep and keeps on going. And Colonel Potter walks over to the flattened Jeep, pulls out his revolver, and shoots it in the head like you would do a horse to put it out of its misery. That was so great. That was hilarious. All right, you Stay want some? Hard, I was always,
1: I always thought my favorite episode was when he made a proposal to George Bailey. Uh, he was going to try and buy him out on Christmas Eve. You remember that? What? Hello? Was he in
0: "It's a Wonderful Life"?
1: No, just that guy's name was Potter. I thought it would be somewhat.
0: His other big role was the that of Officer Bill Gannon in Dragnet. He was Sergeant Joe Friday's sidekick. Never got Never into saw that. one episode. Really? How's that even possible? He was like in Dragnet the movie.
1: You and I are just a couple of years apart, but I feel like that's like a line.
0: Really? Dragnet? Like I never... Did you watch Adam-12?
1: Barely remember that. Oh, Might have been on a time okay. or two after school, but I feel like there's a... There's a little two year gap where your people know what those shows are and my people Like did you watch the Dukes of Hazard every Friday night or were you looking oh, to Sure. Yes.
0: Yeah. Love
1: Boat and Fantasy Island. Instead? Absolutely. Yes. Yep.
0: Dallas. Yeah. Yes. Falcon Crest. See I look at you. Yeah, absolutely. I look at you differently now.
1: That I don't know Dragnet.
0: And Adam Twelve. Yeah. I watched uh, In,
1: Emergency a little bit, a little bit of loved Emergency. Loved it, yeah. Just, but like one year.
0: In other entertainment you news, were an older,
1: cooler kid.
0: The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2012 has been announced, and it includes the Beastie Boys, Guns N' Roses, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Donovan. Wow! Wow!
3: I didn't realize he was involved in rock music at all.
0: (laughs) The late Laura (laughs) Nero. And the small faces slash the faces.
3: Okay. They've. (laughs) um, What? With all due respect to the red hot chili peppers, I have no problem with them in there. You're right. But they've run out of. They're about to run out of choices, right?
0: What do you mean? Because they're they're now the
3: faces. And these aren't nominees. These are inductees. These are the guys that are in. Well, I have an issue with Guns N' Roses being in there. Okay. I mean, their first album was Landmark, was legendary. Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 was, was big. I didn't like it. And then it took them 25 years to get their next damned album out with God knows how many position changes within their band. They've got... A dumbass for a front man who does everything he can to destroy the band, and
0: they have no place being in there. Chili Peppers certainly deserve it. Yes, no, I have no problem question. With it. I would say the Beastie Boys certainly deserve it. Do totally?
6: they? Uh,
0: You really don't uh, think so? What, what, what they done? What they have a, the like 80s? a five-year run? Yeah.
1: Are you? Do you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame if you were really good for five years? All right, I, I take
0: it back. Well, why? Don't back off. Is, is the problem that they're inducting too many yes. each year? I it think was kind of like the Rangers Hall of Fame when they inducted five people
4: in their first class and then immediately lost steam. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, whoa. And they haven't you won know, like a year since. Yeah, doesn't the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame require like five inductees or something like that? I Do think they? I saw that. that. That's too many. Totally. They don't need to totally. require
3: any number of inductees. I think the to be eligible, you have to have had your career started 25 years ago. But you can still uh, be obviously still be active because yeah. most everybody, the, the majority of them, have been inducted have been active still.
0: I'm going to look up the Beastie Boys resume for you guys, and I think you're going to be impressed. I think, but I'm I, not. I don't have time right now because we have one more story we should get to. Did you hear about Alec Baldwin being kicked off an American Airlines plane? Yes. All right. So this is the American Airlines version, and they released a statement that reads. Since an extremely vocal customer has publicly identified himself as being removed from an American Airlines flight on Tuesday, December 6th, we have elected to provide the actual facts of the matter. The passenger declined to turn off his cell phone when asked to do so at the appropriate time. The passenger ultimately stood up with the seatbelt light still on for departure, took his phone into the plane's lavatory. He slammed the lavatory door so hard the cockpit crew heard it and became alarmed even with the cockpit door closed and locked. They immediately contacted the cabin crew to check on the situation. The passenger was extremely rude to the crew, calling them inappropriate names and using offensive language. Given the facts above, the passenger was removed from the flight and denied boarding.
1: You know how Rosa Parks had to take that seat to change a wrong to affect a... uh, And it took uh, Mm -hmm. years after that, but... Rose, Rose, Rosa Parks. Remember?
0: Hmm. Sure.
1: I believe Alec Baldwin may be doing this this here. He may be the Rosa Parks of the ridiculous turn-off-your-cell-phone-when-we're... it's it's it has nothing to do with no. the instrumentation if you've ever or been on a cowboy's flight or a I, stars flight. Or I heard whatever. Bob
3: talking about this the other day from being on the stars charter. You don't and need. Look, there's no
1: reason to.
3: I, I saw something except
1: for not to pay attention to them telling you how right. to put on your seatbelt. And, and I all saw this something
3: and, the other day that totally disputes all of that. And it's not just telling them how to put on your seatbelt and all that, but so that you're able to pay attention if something goes wrong during takeoff or landing because it's the most dangerous time. But but why don't you have to flew, put, out,
1: put away your book then? I,
3: I, it, that's a good point. I flew on Virgin. I flew on Virgin America last month to San Francisco. Whoa! And yeah, wow. And that's during, ironic. During takeoff, <laughs> uh, on a Sunday night, I was watching the Jets and the Patriots on TV on the airplane. During takeoff,
0: and you didn't
1: crash. No, we did not, and it was of on everybody's, everybody's
5: TV on the plane. If your on. little
1: phone could cause that plane to crash, planes would be falling out yes, of the sky. Yeah. Like I, I never turn like my
3: livers were for Walter. I Payton. never turn my <laughs> phone off on the plane. I will put it on airplane mode so it doesn't suck down the battery while trying to find a cell signal in the yeah. plane in, while you're in the air. But I never turn oh off. All hail
1: phone. Alec Baldwin! Yes. And that is E! News.
3: By, by the way, the BC Boys, eight albums, four made it to number one. Not bad. They, they're not one-hit they, wonders. They haven't had an album certified gold in the last eight years. Hey,
1: break it up, you two. Break it up. I'm scared. It's <laughs> 5.54 on the ticket. All right, so forgive me. They did refer to Junior in the liner. June The Junes. I guess I just wasn't on board with it. It's not... Emblazoned into my brain yet? All right, so it's 5:59. Hello, it's uh, me, and uh, I would ask Lee Corso, don't you think? If you're listening, you probably know who I am. Uh, Ty Walker, who is making his way from ticket booth ticker booth into uh, Mission Control here. Of course, Rich Phillips. Officially labeled as Yuck Monkey for right. this hour, but that doesn't really mean anything, right? You can. I'm not you, contributing until six fifteen. We're just sitting around, and it's, it's like uh, we're at we're at a sports bar. It's right? Campfire. We're it, at a campfire. Someone invited uh, Fernando to the campfire, and he showed up. Well, was I'm, le- I'm leaving now. Well, the shocking part was that you showed up. We invite you to a lot of things. Well, that's uh, true, Dan.
5: But I'm when, being paid to show up to this one, though.
1: Right. I guess if we give you an appearance fee, we might see you at a guy's work. night out. Well when you get up at twelve oh five. Do you get up at midnight usually for the next day's show? Yeah. Twelve oh five. What time do you go to bed? Nine fifteen,
5: nine thirty. All right, you're full of it. You no, no, no. I'm really serious. Sleep I'll three call hours you I a will day. call
1: you if you'd like. You sleep for three no, hours. No, I sleep in, in the afternoon too. Okay. All right, you got a weird. I uh, probably need a camera on Fernando to check out his. <laughs> I don't like You know that. what I mean? Like just a, He rolls in there like what? Two fifteen?
5: About one thirty, 130, one thirty-five.
1: So do you? Is it all primping and sprucing up for the hour and a half before? you Well, you, get you certainly don't have to work with my hair, do I? Well, I don't know. Not one to talk, really. <laughs> I'm not wanting to be anyway. Uh, so then, Junior now, Junes has moved into the ticker booth.
0: So, be prepared. hello, gentlemen. I'm just trying to figure it out in here. Am I good? Am I'll tell I on you what. Yes. You're on. You know how we Great. complain
1: about the equipment in here, Junes? Yes. What's <laughs> wrong in there? Sitting there for five minutes, and you will not. <laughs> What's wrong in there? It's like a. It's like a radio museum.
0: <laughs> this looks like the board from our college radio station. It's unbelievable. I now. Am I actually, on the air? It's, yes. You're yes, on. you are.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't be able to tell. I. W- in fact, Junior. I had to type in a website on that right computer. Look at the keyboard and go ahead and type in a website. If if you don't know how to type, you
3: cannot (laughs) use that keyboard. Not one letter. I I looked at it recently,
1: and I think there are
3: parts of about a dozen letters that you can read (laughs) on that keyboard.
0: That doesn't bother me. I'm a pretty good typer. Typist? Typer.
3: Typist. Typist. Did you take the uh, Mavis -er. Beacon class?
0: And Uh, What's that? (laughs) Did
3: you take the Mavis Beacon class? Did you ever have a typewriter, Junior? Yes, sure you did. You're old. I had typewriter when, when I went to college.
1: I got I started with iPhone three. Ooh, mm. that was my first typewriter.
3: I took typing in eighth grade, and we had the manual typewriter where you had to reach up and slam the Z- carriage across,
1: you know, so you could keep typing. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and of course, my soulmate and uh, cycle sister.
4: Uh, groups quit it's saying it. that, quit saying that, I like it
1: all right, so uh in this segment though let's just take a temperature of the baseball winter meetings, which seems very exciting that it's in your town until you realize it it doesn 't matter right it It could be anywhere, and we'd still be excited by the the news uh, the fact that it's two blocks away is interesting, but I don 't think that makes us get. Our news any faster when we learn it from Ken Rosenthal uh, and his bow tie. Does he wear the bow tie out there? He does animals? not. He does not. Okay, that's only for charity purposes yeah, only, on it, the broadcast. Well, didn't he start doing that years ago no. as his bit? No, on the broadcast and then added the charity no, function when no, he saw how much so. he was. Uh, see, that goes. If you just go along with me, because it, <laughs> it sounds better. I'm not going to go along with you. Are you a, a, a P one of his? I think he's good. I think he has good information.
5: Okay, and his information currently? Is that the Rangers are out on C.J. Wilson.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Is this a negotiating ploy for the Rangers to put this out there? Or are they really out on Siege? Well, supposedly the
5: Marlins are still in on him after signing Mark Burley.
1: Okay, so... yeah, And the Angels... Have we heard a lot from the Angels on this, or is that more from the CJ camp that the Angels are in on it? Well, the Angels seem to. Well, his, they've had <laughs> two Asian meetings. Visit, yeah, they had
5: two meetings with them. The, the GM met with the agent. He had dinner with the
1: with the Angels' people. I, I I think it's legit. I just wonder how interested they are in him. I see the appeal for him to be interested in them. Uh, they seem to be pretty stacked in their starting rotation. Well, supposedly they're trying to trade
5: Urban Santana. Boy, if they... To make room for CJ. I'm
1: still amazed. I'm incredulous. I'm past tense incredulous, but still incredulous. About the Vernon Wells trade last year did so much damage. Well, the Gary Matthews signing a
5: few years before that also.
1: Yeah, but they ate
5: that, and it wasn't... But there's only so much of a contract you can eat when you get to Vernon
1: Wells. Every year they acquire a center fielder, right? Yeah. It started with Gary Matthews, then they got uh, Torrey Hunter, and then they acquire Vernon Wells, and take a look at his numbers last year. You talk about cost per production ratio being out of whack. It had to be even worse than Adam Dunn, right? Just because Adam Dunn didn't cost nearly as much as Vernon Wells. But Vernon Wells is... Vernon Wells had a horrible year. He came on a bit at the end, but the fact that they let, you know, Beltray go and then made the Vernon Wells trade. And this is why they have to do something this winter. But it just doesn't make sense that CJ would be that
5: something to me. Well, it gives him a pretty stacked starting rotation. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Rangers still just rumored, or is it only because of their past, like, uh, wasn't it true when they got in on Beltre that that kind of came out of nowhere? We weren't talking about that day in and day out No, for not weeks. at all. So, that was a pretty big surprise. I think the fact that no one really says the Rangers are in on, uh, like, Prince Fielder, except that you know they're in on something. You know what I mean? They've got their big TV contract looming. They, uh, especially if they lose CJ, they're going to have some more money to spend. I just get this feeling that everybody thinks the Rangers are going to do something, but what what is it going to be?
2: I think Nolan said something today about that he was trying to say they were out but are you really going to believe him? I think. Yeah, See, I think I'm thinking... with you. I think you, I think it's probably just negotiating. I
1: it... would believe Nolan a lot more than JD, though. I feel like Nolan sometimes throws the cards out on the table when he should be being a little deceptive, don't you?
5: I think he's pretty deceptive.
1: Do you? Yeah. So you think?
5: And I don't like... think in a bad way. I think in a business way.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. No. I just never feel that out of Nolan. I always feel like he's too honest. You know, when he when he says, "I think they'll win uh, 95 games," I'm like, "Hey, let's." Uh, lower the bar a little bit, but they continue to exceed his predictions each spring, don't they?
3: Right. Well,
2: now they don't have a chance to get Mark Burley. He goes to the Marlins, and I guess there's talk they might be talking to the A's about Gio Gonzalez, I guess. There's
5: always talk, too, about Matt Garza and the Cubs, that supposedly they're open to the right deal for him. You know, Josh Hamilton comes out yesterday and says he wants to try to get a deal done before... The season starts. He's in the last year of his contract. Boy, that's a totally you, you feel, different you animal, feel comfortable? It? You feel comfortable giving him five, six years at mm. $18 million
1: a year? And would the Major League Baseball Players Association allow a clause that <clears throat> voided the deal? Should he slip up? I mean, there's a guy that they say can't even, because of his uh, drug addictions and whatnot, his demons... He they don't let him have a credit card. His wife drives him down to get gas and she puts the credit card in the machine. That sounds like a good deal to me. I like it. Like the wife if he's going to work the ballpark and she's planning on shopping or something, they will drive to the gas station together. She will input it into the you know, into the machine and, and then she'll drive away and she probably watches him drive away first.
2: Make sure he's going in the direction of the ballpark.
1: With and, uh and not lace. With Johnny Naren driving, right? <laughs> Although what what's he, happen now that Johnny Nairn is a brewer? Well, well I think didn't Hamil- Hamilton came out
2: what yesterday and said he's willing to give it a shot to do it on his own, but
0: he'll take all suggestions. All right, it, this is willing just... to give it a shot. He's thirty. <laughs> I know. I, know, right? I, know, I know. Come on. a good point about 30, this. He's thirty years old, and he, he, be doing he is a father. Okay, he's a husband and a father, and he's not nineteen years old. Shouldn't we expect him to be able to yes. run his life? I- I'm sure his kids are expecting him to run their lives, right? He's their father. It's, I- I- it's mind-boggling it's an to me. It's incredible It is incredible to me that he needs a babysitter. I- I'm glad to hear that he's willing to give it a shot <laughs> well, you saw the one as night- a 30-year-old male to run his life.
1: You saw the photos come out of the one night he gave it a shot? In Arizona. A couple years ago. All right. Th- this is I mean, just... he's he's not like I can have a beer. He either has his shirt off and he's looking for coke, or he's uh, got his nose buried in a Bible. There's no middle ground for him. This is just hot stove
5: talk. But would you rather sign a guy like Prince Fielder and get Josh at a better price in a shorter term? Uh, because I that's a pretty big risk to spend six, seven years on Josh at big money.
1: Yeah, it is. Do you let? Do you trade Josh Hamilton? Well,
5: I don't think you can do anything until you know you have another baton in, in the stable.
1: I mean, are they going to be in on a guy like Prince Fielder? Uh, the Cardinals, they're saying now, are back in the lead for Pujols. Well, and the Marlins Since are The Marlins up. are kind of backing off. Yeah,
2: Marlins saying they're not going to give him a no-trade clause.
1: Um, you've already mentioned Burley went to the Marlins. The Marlins signed Jose Reyes yesterday. They've got uh, Rich as embarrassment of riches, but uh, also we've got what they got H-R or H-Ram, mm-hmm. and a controversy on whether he'll move to third or not. And uh, he certainly is kind of a shell of what he was just a few years ago. It seems like they found uh, he can't find a way around the HDH testing or something. It's good times, winter meetings, baseball, and there you go. Six ten. Do you like how that petered out? Rich, Rich is preparing, it was great. preparing the next segment. <laughs> do they excellent. have a tease for Community Quick Hits? How does this run? I have a
3: tease for Community Teaser. Quick Hits. Right. The flow of information in the DFW Metroplex is about to come grinding to a halt.
1: All right, I have a question. Uh, thank you, Alexis, for letting me do that ticker. Her You're welcome. Traffic. It was excellent work. Now, I offered Alexis, why don't you bring it out of the break and do all that kind of stuff, and she... <laughs> She declined. That's cool. But you're going to join us for this segment?
8: I guess so. Because we're
1: all switching jobs and stuff? That's right. Mm -hmm. I'm about to tweet this picture. I've uh, tweeted one uh, photo earlier. It was Groobs and a Porn Star. At Bracket Dan, if you care. I I will not beat you down with tweets. But would you guys... All right. I uh, didn't realize how quick that traffic was going to arrive. And I put my broccoli in the plastic container... In the microwave for three minutes and walked away. It didn't. And eat- look what happened. It, Boy, it, it totally it. melted the the plastic container. It didn't need three minutes. I don't think. Would you eat that broccoli still, or has it yeah. been infected by mm. melted plastic into it? Nah, no, and it's I fine. will be eating cancer essentially. It's fine. What does, does it would, smell
2: like? Yeah, it smells awful. Is what it plastic smells like. Plastic
1: broccoli.
8: Ugh. I don't know.
1: Well, okay, Ty, maybe this is a re If I, You're I actually think it smells broccoli. My, I actually uh, think it
3: smells okay cuz I like broccoli. Why well, see okay. You're broccoli right, is a wonderful food. Side.
1: It's uh yeah. it's it's nature's colon cleanser, right? Mm. Hmm. Alexis, would you eat that?
8: I don't know. I have a fear of toxins from plastics, so probably not.
4: Okay. Alright. Done. I won't eat it. Now let's do a sponsor. Moet and Chandon Champagne and Texas Land and Cattle.
0: Everybody likes Community Quick Hits Community Quick Hits Community Quick
6: Hits Everybody likes Community Quick Hits Community Quick Hits
3: Community Quick Hits Guitar Today's host, the great Rich Phillips for Community Quick Hits Hi Dan Hi Ty Rich Hi Rich Hi Alexis Hi How are y'all? Totes, greats Well, information may not be flowing across DFW very well in the near in the very near future cuz you know that they're about to close the Dallas main post office
1: <laughs> what does it for on good 30 uh, uh yeah 30 oh, over man. by
3: sylvan why it's always packed that's what you would think i it is but the problem is time i've ever been there mm-hmm. the postal service is losing like 3 billion dollars 23 million dollars a day they say the us postal service
1: is losing in total they take it I thought it's a uh, public service, though. It's are you supposed to really make money with the postal service? Well, you're not supposed to lose money. It's
3: not run. You know, they don't get their funding from the government. They survive off of postage. I did not know it that. It is. Rich. It is run as a an independent okay, agency. Okay, I, I thought from it United was. I thought
1: it was a government. It was gift. originally, but
3: wrong. it. No, I'm right. <laughs> it's been changed in, many years ago to where it's an independent agency, and they survive off of postage. And among things they're looking to do is to get rid of about half of their 500 processing centers across the country, and it would close the Dallas processing center, and Fort Worth processing center would stay open. And so, if you were going to mail a letter from here at the station down over to the news station at Victory Park, it goes all the way to Fort Worth. It would probably here. take two days to get there,
1: and probably end up costing more. Uh, it might, yeah. Two days to go to more. a mile and a half, inch?
3: we determined it is,
1: I believe, to the new
3: station. That's ridiculous. And they're also talking about getting rid of Saturday mail delivery.
2: And I heard they were going to delay first-class service. I think that something like that was going to be a uh, cost-cutting measure, too. Somehow that was going to save money.
3: I have no idea of what you speak of, Ty, but please tell us more. That's all I know. All right,
2: thanks. I know
8: they want to make stamps with more present day people on them like Lady Gaga and Justin Expo. Bieber really Yeah. Yes. so more people will buy them and mail things
3: so they won't think they're SG exactly because who's this, who's this old gay. yeah who's this old blank buzz older what's this right. flag what is that <laughs> <laughs> is it, who's this woman holding a torch I buy stamps flag?
1: now that are uh, they're good forever too the forever stamp yes. yeah. me too
3: that's a bad idea on their part I think
1: yeah because I was always having to buy the, the two mm-hmm. cent
3: guy right now doesn't matter. Now that's choice. And as often as I use stamps, I may still have some of those when postage rates like a buck eighty, and I'll still have the forty-three cent forever
1: stamp. How much is a stamp now? Forty. Is it forty-three? Forty-three. Eight, dollar. oh. Eight
3: dollars. Eight dollars. That's another report we have. Did you know that the U.S. Postal Service is the second largest civilian employer in the United States? Second to? Mark that under who gives. A I have no idea. No. Over five hundred seventy-four thousand people. They operate the largest vehicle fleet in the world with more than
1: 218,000 vehicles.
2: I did not know that.
1: It used to be like it would drive you nuts, right, working at the post office. Do you feel they have lax standards now? Like, you used to kill people. It was so bad. They say you go postal on somebody. It it was cliche. But I haven't heard of anyone shooting up a post office in, like, two decades.
3: You'd think they would. They're Overwhelmed, aren't they? Because they keep cutting back employees, although their volume is down so much.
1: What do you mean? There's not as much mail anymore, no. just because of internet. And right. All I ever get is junk mail.
3: I mean, I've recently gone through the process of home selling and home buying.
1: Well Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's I real. To pressing. see that contract. Epic <laughs> win. The Look who owns a home. Mm. The uh, right now, I do not at so you homeless.
3: <laughs> I do not own a home right now. Well, a trailer is a home, right? No. I sold my home yesterday, and I'm not buying my new one till Friday, so I do not own a home. Where are you staying? In my old home. You know what you should do I'm with that money? It. I'm a
1: renter. Put that money on Google like, for two I? days. <laughs> just to see if it works. Like, God, I logged on and looked at the checking
3: account the other yesterday, and I was like, holy cow. Because the money I got out of the sale was sitting in there. But I got to turn it all around Friday. But anyway, the guy, the mortgage broker so, I'm working with, I know by a this guy house, who did that.
2: Your family can live in an efficiency, and
3: hey, you save all the money. That's not the point of where I'm going. Okay. Yeah. What are the, we talking about? The mortgage broker is up in Flower Mound. Never met him. Never been to his office. Everything has been done via email. For the whole, even you know when you got to sign documents, print it off, sign it,
1: scan it, email it back.
3: That's,
0: that's awesome. what I'm talking about. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: That's the way of the world now, isn't it, Alexis?
8: Yep, sure Email is. me.
1: We should chat in a chat room sometime. Skype.
8: <laughs> chat Are there chat, rooms chat room? Still? <laughs> I
1: don't Are think there? so. Just 1998? I want to go in a chat room. Hey, have, you heard about the,
3: folks. have you heard about the peeping Tom from Plano? Alexis,
8: is that the the hello, Plano hello. changing room guy? Yes,
1: <laughs> changing
8: room guy. The one that Junior said you couldn't get a got a better shot at Olin Mills. Unbelievable the
3: picture they have. That that's the picture they have of right. him from his own camera that he stuck in a a family changing stall.
1: Guy's he took a picture is, of himself. On yeah, his, with his own. He was own video
3: setting camera. it up. He's setting up this video camera in the changing room and he had it on. This guys, a genius.
1: And it took a pic. And he had perfect pictures of him. 43-year-old
3: Christopher Ferber's
1: Is is the thought of getting caught part of the fun of this? Because I always wonder this when when even Tom will tell us, Oh, you should have seen the uh, Tampa Bay Ice Girls. They're so hot. It's like like a a camera in a changing room seems very boring when you should see what's available to you online. If you're into naked people Uh and uh, activities like that... There, there is plenty available for you that would be way better quality, and you don't well, want to have coffee with him, Alexis. I'm just saying, there's <laughs> He's way got more. Got wet ones over here. It, it, it just seems that the setting up of the camera. It must be the fear of getting caught setting up the camera that's part of the uh, the jazz,
0: the, the thrill. Did you say his name was Ferberger? Uh,
1: <laughs>
3: Ferber,
0: <laughs> Christopher Ferber.
3: He was uh gotcha.
1: poor he, kid probably turned <laughs> to this cuz he was made fun of like by bullies like you right. for his whole life. So he had this
3: Camry set up in the family changing room at Plano's Oak Point Recreation Center and it captured a it was the Although right family before family changing
1: room maybe he's more into the sand uh, I don't do think you know, so right. there
3: was a children's swim tournament that was about to start there when he did this.
1: You know. I'm oh. saying maybe he's more into that. Oh, That's the why you younger on dusty side of things. Yeah.
3: And he doesn't want to get caught with that on his computer because internet child porn. I don't don't know. So he set this device up. It captured a ten-year-old girl changing out of her swimsuit after the meet, and then her four-year-old brother is the one who accidentally discovered the camera. The thing was disguised as an air freshener, and he knocked it off the wall. Boy, but yeah, my kids would also
1: have disguised that because they break everything.
3: And they also would just rip everything
1: off the wall. (laughs) They (laughs) examine
3: everything in a public restroom, right? What do you mean? I mean, first off, you my kids... You touch everything and you yes, tell them stop yes. it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they always They're have to go to everything. the public restroom,
1: don't they? Are your kids my inspectors? My kids never don't go on the road. I, like, unbelievable. just being unbelievable. anywhere on the road, they enjoy sitting down and just, we play I Spy, and they, uh, yeah. It's unbelievable. And I am obviously just the opposite. I think as you grow older, start to be more aware of who else is sat there. Police now fear that Mr. Ferber has hover? other cameras elsewhere. What do
8: you do, Alexis?
1: Hover in a public
8: place if you have to go? <laughs> yeah, that or make sure there's a lot between bullet myself paper. and, yeah, and the actual seat, yes. Bottom. <laughs> do,
1: you check, do you check for cameras?
8: No, but actually I have an interesting story about that. We think we may have found uh, some possible peepholes in the women's restroom up here. Here, really? Yes. From the men's side? Uh, no, it kind of goes back behind. Uh, to it's the in the last stall. <laughs> 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 no, I don't know where it goes. I think it goes back to nothing, like a wall where it's kind of between storage and the elevator. And there's a couple holes in it. They were filled with putty, and then one day they were not. Mm. Yes. I know. What? So I don't go in Leading that stall anymore.
1: What's that? Leading to the stall?
8: Well, they were right near the toilet. I mean, it would have been a good vantage point. What percentage of <laughs> the world
0: it? is a creep?
8: Like 95. I think it's a very it's small...
0: Per- no, no, I, I, I think like- it's very high. Dude, really? I sat here
1: I
3: sat here going through these you community don't feel quick do like the hits. guy
1: putting the... Keep hold to see a girl go number one isn't a very... Don't you hope, Junior, that that's an infinitesimal... Well, uh, yes, we, have the McKinney, we have the
3: McKinney chiropractor arrested for more sexual assaults, okay? Are Again, you sure? one guy what?
1: and how many people live we in We got McKinney. Jerry
3: Sandusky on the show already That's what today. makes news, the bad news. All right. the, there's right. a lot of
1: good people in the world. You're just hearing about the bad we people. We had
3: a porn star in studio, for God's
1: sake. What? And that's for bad? two segments. We're talking Whoa, about with that. drilling a hole in a, in a woman's potty compared to... Uh, consenting adults just, uh, you know, doing instructions. Instructional video.
3: Hmm. I don't know
0: if they're instructional videos. Is that her job description that you were reading? What? (laughs) Dan? Yes.
1: The instructional video person that was in studio? Yes. What? why have we just stopped down? I, don't, I, don't I, I know didn't
0: know. I didn't I know, know if you were talking. That. I didn't what, what know did if you were. Just say,
1: I have no idea what he How said. Did this happen?
0: <laughs> I didn't know if you were talking about what Alexis was describing, or if you were describing our guest's occupation. Putting
3: holes in things. Is that what he said? What did he say? Never mind. Yeah, we're gonna have to roll that. You, tape you, off you had then. to be there. I guess so. All right. Six thirty-two.
1: Oh, all right. That's it. Community quick hits. Yeah! Rich, rich, rich. rich. rich.
8: So they're not That's filled with putty now? Ticket. I don't think they are, no. I don't go in that stall Let's go anymore. inspect. I can go look.
1: Let's do that. We'll report on that, uh, whether or not <laughs> you can see through the... In fact, we'll go go get, do a lookout. We'll go look in there together.
8: <laughs> okay.
1: You go to the other side.
3: Hey,
2: Dan. Ty? It's 6.40 on the ticket. Groobs wants to give you a cool gift basket. Log on now to theticket.com for your chance to win a World Beer Company customized bucket just in time for the holidays. So,
1: You're welcome, p one Get with Groobs about beer. All right. The time is 6.40, as you said. That's the 40-liner. Mm-hmm. It's the White Elephant. We're kind of wrapping things up, rounding home. Or excuse me, rounding third. Huh? Why would you round home and uh, head round home? You, you start
3: slowing down when you do that and
1: walk the dugout? And Fernando just producing the heck out of this thing this <laughs> afternoon. Let's all uh, give him a big hand. Fernando, Mike Fernandez, thanks, Fernando. Thank you, Dan. No one's ever seen him in public before, but <laughs> after <of> the hour, <laughs> and never, and never a. will. <laughs> um, he's still coming off the low of that Mac Championship. Oh my goodness, Fernando <laughs> went to the real OU. As you did. Roommates? As, yeah, we were roommates. Uh, <laughs> I Actually, <wish. laughs> we lived in one of those four-person rooms, you know, two on each side of yeah. the bathroom. And it's fun. I lived with Richard Dean Anderson. Sure you did. And you lived with Peter King. Uh, close. Right. And we all shared one Matt hustler. Lauer, really. We had the one hustler in that bathroom. Did you Mag- guys ever have that? No. That's the disgusting. The community hustler? Look, no. In college, things are different.
2: MacGyver really went to... Ohio yes. University? Yes, yeah. he did. really. Mm. Matt Lauer also. Nice. And
1: Peter um, King. And Peter, Peter King. King. And, uh, did John Feinstein go there? Whose who's son okay. is the quarterback?
5: Uh, Mickey Tettleton's son.
1: There you go.
3: Nice.
5: Tyler really? Tettleton,
1: yes. He is the quarterback of the Bobcats as we speak. Make the quick. All right, but Fernando suggested, why don't we uh, touch on this story a little bit more? I had it in a ticker, which you guys can keep, by the way. Not interested. You don't want to do tickers for a day? I for a week? Uh, feel like it's the hour is almost too much work. Um, major League Baseball has become the first professional sports league in North America. It says major sports league, so maybe there are minor leagues that already have dress guidelines for media members, mm. which happens to uh, affect the ticket. Greatly, I would say. You think? Yes. As uh, what are we're trying have had, to say about our staff. Well, first of all, they've already kicked TC out of the room for that other things. Wasn't dress code, but it, it, would so. it could have been. It would have been for 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 dress code. Mm. Actually, this seems to be more. If you ask me, this is more of a reaction to the female. Yeah, I was surprised. The female yeah. reporter. Who is, in my estimation, often. Eh, I don't know what, eh, Okay. I don't want to throw you all under the bus, because Emily certainly is not in this category. But there is a faction of female reporters in the United States that are like fishermen who are <laughs> driving their boat back and forth very slowly. They're trolling. Apparently, they have that problem in Miami. <clears throat> They're they, fishers of men? I have seen it. I have seen it with my own eyes. You've seen... Hey, I'm sure Tony Romo is absolutely in love. And I'm sure it just happened to happen that way. But maybe that's a... The If you look at... I, I wonder what the percentage is. Because I know a couple people <clears throat> from Cleveland who landed their husbands in the Indians' locker room because they were hots and former Miss Ohio's and they got into the sports world, the weekend sports chick, you know what I mean, the reporter. Right. And before you know it, they're married to, wow, they didn't marry the utility guy who was on the bubble? You <laughs> married the first baseman with the new contract? <laughs> Interesting how you found him much more uh, appealing than uh, than this guy no one's ever heard of. But it's it's happened way too often for it to be just... Right? Just to be nothing, I think. Does anyone agree or disagree? Like I said, I don't think Emily Jones was ever in there looking for a husband. I'm telling you, though, there's a good number of women out there looking for professional sports husbands, and they're using the media as their stepping stone. their entrance entrant what? into the locker room. Now they have separated themselves. They're not one of the girls outside the stadium. They now have a real job.
2: You can blame this partly on... The media outlets, because you look at what happens at Media Day at the Super Bowl, and you see all the hots that they send out there, because they know that the well, players are going day, to
1: talk. Well, I mean, I, Media I Day at a, the Super Bowl is a but, different animal. But, That's for bits. but these but these companies they're talking and, about the girl that got whistled at in the Jets locker room, but I who but, wore the tight the the the, the uh, Hispanic um, lady. Remember her? I know I know I know signs. signs, but don't they, you they're, think, they're aiming it at her. Who is wearing uh, the low-cut top and and looks much like Rachel Starr did. Like, she looked fine in here, but she looked very uh, risque for the workplace. Uh, But if Rachel Starr walked in daily to the uh, Yankees locker room or every day at Jets practice, well, she's going to be noticed. And uh, you're right. The guys will flock to her. Absolutely. So not only will she get all the interviews she wants... But she will also have her black book filled
3: up with possible single men. You don't think they're just trying to stop Ty Walker from wearing flip-flops Who also clubhouse? happen to make
1: millions of dollars. That, too. That's not what they're aiming at, Ty, flip Get rid of my flip-flops. I don't think so, um, because a uh, band, so this is all in writing now. Major League Baseball put this in writing. Sheer and see-through clothing. There you go, Rich. So tell damn, us, damn what am I going to wear? Guilty. Tell <laughs> us if these things are aimed at Ty or at... The hot looking for a husband Uh, Ripped jeans Tie One shouldered strapless shirts Tie That's my wrestling outfit I wear (laughs) Your singlet? (laughs) Yes (laughs) Or clothing exposing bare midriffs Tie Oh that's me That is so me Excessively short skirts Tie Dresses (laughs) I call it a kilt Or shorts cut more than four inches above the knee Tie Daisy Dukes I don't believe anywhere in here is a list on flip-flops. Or... There or. is a
5: flip-flop oh, is band. There? Yeah, but, yeah there but,
1: is, but 95% of that is aimed toward the
3: female. They're going to catch some uh, backlash yes. for this, aren't they? Absolutely. A I, women's I, I rights know. group is going to come out about this, aren't they? They're going to say it's targeted toward the women's yeah. towards rights groups
1: really on board with the, uh, the hot reporter yeah. trying to land the millionaire? Well, didn't they? They supported Inez signs when That's it was what this all... is all about. It's the hot yeah. reporter trying to snag a millionaire. They're just trying to make it a little tougher for them. So women's rights groups will be on board with it because it evens the playing field. Sure.
3: Because yeah. all those rules that you just read they want specifically to have target the same shot. women. Yes. Sorry, I talked over that, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they only said it for Ty. Anyway. <laughs> but everything targets women on there. That's why I think they're going to get some backlash for this.
1: But I don't think they'll get anywhere because this isn't a – they're it's not, not your right to be able to go into a Major League Baseball locker room, right? They, yeah, they accept all the rules they want. True. they can. That's a private business. They're, yeah, there. it's their business. They
5: have the right to set the workplace rules. Mm-hmm.
3: So there it is. Does it ever make you uncomfortable with women in the locker room, especially
1: when yes. things are flopping? It makes me uncomfortable me in the locker room when things are because flopping. I, always think, I know. I think the, that should be a... <sighs> They need to have a press conference room for everything. I know there are everything. deadlines and mm-hmm. all that, but, right. uh, yeah, they should have a press Bring conference
3: everybody room out set to, up. everybody out to where Wash we're, does his post-game thing, and, and we're, should, we're all good. Because the players don't want, players. want you in there. No, no and, and you shouldn't. Because think about it in the reverse. It's
1: antiquated because it it, it was done in the day of me, the newspaper deadline, and uh, you're on a train to your next place, mm. and... You know, you had it's it's very antiquated. Just, Somehow they need to bring this up to where we are in modern society. I mean, think about it in
3: reverse. Do you want to go if we had a WNBA team and cover their locker
1: room, Dan? Oh yeah. Uh, Would it make you uncomfortable? Again, I don't need reverse. <laughs> I don't like seeing uh, who whatever dudes junk hanging out in front of me either. I, I know Ty's not against that as much. Yeah, no, of course yeah. not. I mean. It's but, just
3: a very odd system, and, you know, we used to have a reporter that worked here at the ticket before any of us worked here. Hey, Chief. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh. it, was, it was a female, and it was before I even worked here. I think I know who you're talking about, but go ahead. And sh- she was ha- had a reputation for looking. She was a But
1: sometimes how can you help Blank it.
3: watcher. No, 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 no. She like had a reputation of always seeking out to interview the guy who... Was towel Yeah. And would be maybe in a group setting, too, and have the microphone held up here and the eyes straight down.
1: <laughs> but again, I, I, how can you fault her? What if you were in the uh, – well, I don't want to use the WNBA because it doesn't seem like there would be anyone that would draw your attention. But uh, maybe it's Monica Sellis. You're in the locker room there. Mm-hmm. Would you have your eyes straight ahead? Oh, yeah, straight ahead. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. You're only human. Of course I'm going to look down. Right, she's only human. All right, well, there you go. That's new Major League Baseball rules that really will affect very few people listening, (laughs) right? Does anybody really care? I do. We did the segment for Ty. Yes. And A-plus. We've all wondered, Score. what does Junior Miller have in store for us on the final ticker of the day? Find out next.
3: Wow.
1: I want to go scream listen to ticker. I woke up today at 5.30 here. and made it a point to listen to every moment of uh, the Ticket's White Elephant Day. And uh, so I thought everybody could go around the room and talk about their favorite moment. Uh, okay, I'll start. My favorite moment, I listen to every hour today. Do you guys remember when... Um, Craig Miller took phone calls during a ticker. Yes, And then they, it's amazing. they reported at the It was, that it was funny. That was awesome. That was my favorite moment mm-hmm. of the ticket day.
0: I'm flattered. You know, I'm not going to say it was my favorite moment, but I do admit it was groundbreaking. <laughs> um, I understand. Someone
1: said Gordo was even funny today. Can you believe that? Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh what, what else? I heard Corby pranked uh, TC. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Must be like playing a second grader in one-on-one basketball. I'm sure <laughs> pretty easy to do. Ty, was your favorite moment mm-hmm. the um, porn star that you had up here? Yes, it fulfilled a big fantasy. Hmm. Now later tonight we'll Seems fulfill like- another fantasy. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Talk about your material.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, everybody has that in their head now. Can't wait. Good luck in the sleep. I enjoyed Donovan giving
3: me tips on where to find good meals south of I-30. That or was in, in a ticket the, in ticker. Blicker. Oh yes, that was. I mean, that we had at the end of his shift was a blicker How about you, Fernando? I enjoyed your tickers, Dan.
1: Oh wow. A little
5: off the beaten path, but I enjoyed them.
1: That means he didn't listen to anything on the show. All <laughs> Pretty day. much. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> And uh, we've all been waiting to hear from him. Tweet groups.
4: I think my favorite part was any time I looked up and I saw you. Aww. Aww. Wow, that's either mm. sweet or gay. Why can't it be both? Yeah, what's wrong <laughs> yep. with both? Sweet Fernando. Gay.
1: Why do we have to look, live under the judgment of Fernando all the time? <laughs> or Just did, Rich, to did you get from your, from your rooftops. opportunity, Rich? What's that? I,
3: I, I don't remember. Did you get your opportunity? Yes, I said that I enjoyed okay. Donovan telling me where to go find right, something I'm to eat sorry. south of I-30. Thanks Take for listening to the, the show. show. Dan, I, know.
1: I wasn't I was looking ahead I was to what's coming up on the show tomorrow. Are we all going back to our regular shifts, or are we happy with what – are we just kind of going to stick with this from now on?
3: I, I'm with Junior, by the way, that you guys were talking about at the beginning. I hate afternoons. Oh, me too. just hangs over your head all day that yeah. you got to go to work. Give me. I, I look forward to being back at 5.30 tomorrow morning. Really? really? Well, no, not necessarily. Can you actually look forward Can we forward do a, a one-minute ticker at 5.30? I'll really look forward to it. What time did yes. you wake up today? I second that. When Me? did you wake up today? Uh, probably 6.45, 7 o'clock. The wife was up and getting the kids up to go to school, and I woke up. But you would realize, I mean, 6.45, that's three more hours. And I went to bed at ten, ten fifteen, like I normally do.
1: Did you do anything special, or are you going to for your anniversary today? Uh, not that I know of. No. AP. Like, how long have you been married? <laughs> Fifteen. Do you even big give her a gift? Maybe.
3: Mop. What's, what's the fifteenth? Yeah. What's yeah. the fifteenth anniversary? Well, you know, I, I didn't even look it up to see.
1: I have no idea. Let me Google that. You got to get a card. Did that. Flowers are always nice. You
0: should get a babysitter for Cletus and Spartacus and take her. <laughs> oh out.
5: my Who's God! That? Who's that?
3: <laughs> God. It's not nice. You sure did. <laughs> Let's see, 15 years. The modern Spartacus. gift is watch. watch, get her a watch. The traditional is crystal. So she gets to watch.
1: No, a watch, not two watch. Get her a coffin. <laughs> it's the you coffin just watch. Tonight you watch. Gift of love. All right, so uh,
3: tell what
0: do we Rachel next? happy anniversary from all of us here at the TV. I'll be yes. sure and do that. Yeah.
3: She was very excited to know that on our wedding anniversary, I was interviewing a porn star see? by the same name. Right. <laughs> yeah,
0: bad.
1: You talked to her about what you're going to do on the show she and everything. Was, she was listening. I didn't tell her. Oh, see, that's bad news. Wives listening, you're, nothing good can ever come. Uh, tell up. me about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you. It was fun. Thank you. What's coming up? What do we do here? Do we promote the what's coming up? Ten. Do we hear the uh, hardline theme? Or when do we break, groups You, you haven't given me any direction. Go now when Eves. Fernando Let's is break. not produced now. Yeah. All right. Doesn't matter. In the show. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll be on at noon tomorrow, noon to three. And uh, we have a lot of good stuff, like Homer call and stuff. So mm-hmm. tune into that. Um, party. Party. <laughs>